episode 97 of the Goddamn Fools podcast. Is Evan? Eric. Uh, Bianca will be back next week. Um, we got a special guest in the building today. Ty, how do you... I probably should ask this before he came here. How do you pronounce your last name? Man? Macarath. Ty Macarath. Yeah. Very, do you go by Ty or Tyler? Tyler. Tyler Macarath. Yeah, Tyler for political reasons. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> Ty, uh, if you Ty. Know oh, me. I'm not going for Ty. I was about to say it. I, 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 was, I was about to ask the same question. I've seen him around all these years. I'm to make sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We use, we use proper names. <laughs> yeah. You Tyler. know what I mean? So, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler exactly. Macarath. Very Irish. Um, <laughs> rate, subscribe, five stars, right, Eric? Don't Across be a the hater. board. Don't be a hater. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, yes, all that good shit. Can we swear with you up here? We good? Come on. I don't want to offend your political connect. <laughs> I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to get you in trouble. I promise. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> I, I'll tell you one thing, man. There's there's no getting me in trouble, man. <laughs> everyone tries to, I would say, you know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's no getting me in trouble, man. I stand on all my truths. Nice, man. Um, so it's good, E. How's your week, man? Oh man, life's good, man. Can't complain, other than working and. Trying to not kill myself on the road, going down the road every day to Stanford. It's been all right. <laughs> I uh, I got it down to a science now. Monday, traffic ain't too bad. Get down there, an hour flat. Tuesday, it's like, okay, well, everybody's going to go to work on Tuesday instead of stay home and try to extend their weekend. Hour and a half, two hours yeah. each way. Wednesday, it's kid or miss. Thursday, it's a little easier. Friday, smooth sailing. Tuesday, it seems to be everybody wants to drive into each other. I was <laughs> leaving, I was leaving Stanford on my way back up this way. And uh, somebody turned before they got on the highway. They made the wrong turn, so they back into somebody's um, park, somebody's parking space in like a house or something. They come oh, so out. This ain't even the highway. They just no. They, they just they just wow. on Main Street in Stanford, <laughs> wilding wow. out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so they're backing out. They're making a right turn on red. They cross over three lanes trying to make this right turn. Here comes this big ass F-150. Yeet. Runs right into the back of it. Wow. It was a little Ford Focus, too. Like the old hatchback joints from like 03 or whatever. <laughs> I'm just sitting there looking. Like a pancake. I'm just looking at him like, you thought that was a good idea, huh? Damn, I want some pancakes now. You hungry now? <laughs> Should have ate earlier. <laughs> now, now you're hungry I'm now. I'm going to have a cereal today. Oh, you, you slacking. <laughs> you slacking, boy. But, yeah. you know, week's been good. You know, he with Tyler now. He used, to, he used to see him around the way all the time. Now he's out here doing, doing big doing things. Doing things. Absolutely. Absolutely man. Just... Um, he is running for mayor of Waterbury, Connecticut. Our hometown. Yes. That's right. Probably should have said that before. I wish you had but, some uh, claps or something. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't got, we don't got no soundboard yet. Yeah, we need some sound. We're working on it. We're going to work on it. We have to make a donation. <laughs> it's, everything's coming soon, guys. Everything's coming soon. All right. All right. I got to stop procrastinating. I got to I gotta put the money up. That's oh, all. Word. Everything costs money. Absolutely. So Absolutely. I, I'm sure you know. Absolutely. <laughs> with, the, with this experience. Absolutely. Um, one thing before we start. <laughs> My neighbor... Bought a fucking rooster, bro. Oh, oh, excuse me. Mg. Yes. A rooster. <laughs> <laughs> so like a, a rooster. Yes. Wait, wait. Where are we? Is this? Are we? Are this suburbia for real? They are, <laughs> yeah. wait, chickens a rooster. And chickens and shit. So what they, time, got hen, they got they got older hen too. What time does it well, does it ring off? They've the had chickens for a minute. They always let the chickens run loose like once a day, and they always end up in my yard. Free, free range. Is that what that is? If yeah. you let them out for, yeah. for an hour, yeah, that's free range, baby. free range yeah. chickens? Yeah, they're going to... That's all it takes is an hour? They're going to lay some eggs? You know, just go over there and be like, yo, you got all these you got all these hens running around. Where's the rooster? I need some so free eggs. So now they got a rooster. What's really? Now they got a rooster. What yes. do I do? What do you do? Call somebody. Like, I know I said I'm not going to try to get him in trouble. Call by, somebody. By what I say. My thoughts are my thoughts. Absolutely. Like, am I wrong if one of their chickens come in and I, like... Kidnap it, <laughs> chicken. What are you, you gonna do with the chicken? You know how to. I, I don't know. Eat it. 
You know, listen. Fried position, some motherfucking oil. I don't know. I don't know where your people are from. Listen, my people are from the country. If you need something, just let me know. Somebody, I know somebody here. And my family's from know. the country too, man. I I remember one time. It's a little off topic, but I remember one time I uh, walked into my grandmother's house and there was a, you know, I looked out through the backyard and there's a deer. By all by the arm, by all the legs tied up in the tree, split open. I'm like, oh, this is different. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if I come in here one day, Evan, and you got the chicken. Uh, cooked you know, up. you know, you got to stick it on the water, get all the feathers off. My, you know, my other neighbor said they found a chicken head in the front yard. Oh my. I, I thought it was the other chicken head at first. I'm like, what? I said, where's the like, joke? You, Insert you, joke your wife, here. Your wife okay with that? <laughs> Insert joke here. <laughs> but nah, one of the foxes must have got to it. <laughs> I'm about to say, there's, there's all kind of there's all kind of animals back there. I catch them on the cameras at night, yo. Wow. The, the, the lights will just pop on and it'll yeah. just be like foxes, like bobcats. It'd be the most random shit. And I'm like, yo, I'm I don't know about taking the garbage out at night, bro. Nah, you better do it at somebody. <laughs> Boy, listen. But that's like, you know, um, over in Bunker Hill, they, they it was a black bear over the summer. Yeah. You see, I seen that on the news. So you seen a few fox, seen they, a few foxes, a few bobcats everywhere around Waterbury. We've been, I know, there's been many reports of bears all over the city. But you know why they keep they keep going further and further in? Everybody's building houses where the woods used to be at. New construction, and right you're, here. You're, in, you're in a new development They're now. Building some shit back there. That's what I'm. That's so what I'm saying. They're the taking them out their natural habitat. Absolutely. See, so even going down the road to work in the morning, like going down 15 on the Merritt Parkway, you see foxes on the side of the road, coyotes now. I don't, I, I had never seen a coyote unless it was like on Na- National Geographic or something until, until these past few summers going up and down them roads. You see them now. Looking like Wiley Coyote out there. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in your car. Roadrunner nearby. Facts. Meep, meep. Hi, man. Uh, this is going to be a different episode. This is shit. I mean, you're you're here to join us, but I mean, I guess we're interviewing a little bit. Yeah. So this, it's, this might be our first interview. No, it definitely is. Really? Everybody else is coming here. We just absolutely just talk well, shit. Well, hold on. I'm a fan, though. Yes. I'm oh, a fan. Yo, like, I, I appreciate listen. I all listen. your support, man. We got yeah. Since the beginning. We got, yeah. You've been definitely. showing love since day one, and I appreciate it. I'm glad we're able to. Show love back. I apologize for getting to you too late. You see Bianca in here. It's all Um, It's been been (laughs) a hell of an October, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some some shit go down. So it's just trying to, I mean, my family, no shit went down. Like my grandmother passed and shit like that. So trying to to figure out, thank you. Trying to figure out, like, to find time to do it. We had to take some weeks off. But we here, man. Um, Absolutely. Episode 97. 97. 97. That's a good, uh, what was I at? 97. I was a young kid running around at the boys' club. Yeah, probably about probably the same. <laughs> 1997, I was 11. Yeah, 11 years old. Yeah, I was, I was 10. 10. Yeah. 10. Yeah. I was 10 myself. Playing pal basketball at that point. Wow. The Driggs Elementary. Driggs, oh no. Wow. I went to yeah. Catholic school. My mother wasn't having that shit. You got piece. money. No, no. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. I'll be, I'll be looking at all the bills coming mad sad every month. Ugh. Just looking at the bank account getting low and it's rough out here, man. No, that's a fact. Um, but yeah, man, I appreciate all of your like. We got friends that won't even retweet or repost, oh, no. <laughs> which cool. I get you don't want to listen to like I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not like yo. You better listen to what I'm doing. If you ain't you ain't in the podcast, you don't do that. Cool. And listen. but sometimes share take two seconds. Like yo, you know. But it is what you remember yeah, you, that you can't lose no. Sleep like I'm not. Over. Yeah, I don't nah. lose sleep over it. I'm not yeah, a better person. Yeah. But I always like. Yeah, it's always in. It's always in the back. I'll, rem- of your head. I'll remember. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I we know remember. you remember. 
<laughs> yeah, you you should you know you should definitely remember that because even with me, honestly, on this campaign trail, it's it's a lot of people that you would think mm-hmm. should be there to support and 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 to share your stuff and 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 be the the voice of right alongside with you. They're mm-hmm. not, and you know you can't you can't hold it against them. No. Not everybody understands. You know, right. other people have different things that they right. indulge in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but some, sometimes. A retweet, a share, yeah, goes yeah. a long way. It goes a very even if you long don't way. even listen, you never know. Someone from you, someone that likes podcasts could listen, or someone that is into politics could go to your website and check it out. So you never, you never know. But it's all good. Yeah. Um, Let haters be haters, man. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't even, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't like using the term haters because then like it, it's easy for people to just eliminate what you're saying, what comes out of your mouth afterwards or before, but. Yeah, sometimes sometimes it is. Yeah, it sometimes is that. you gotta go right to yeah. it. No, you definitely it do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But I am glad you're here. I'm totally disconnected from local right now. Especially being being a little older and not working locally anymore. So I'm mm-hmm. glad you're here. You give you could definitely give us some shed us some light on what's happening here in town. Absolutely. From from a political perspective, you know. Especially me, I work I work all the way down to Stanford and before that I worked in New York. So I was okay. never here. Like I'd come home. Especially when I was in New York, I come home at seven thirty, eight o'clock, eat, go to sleep, yeah. on the road all over again, the same thing. So I was never in Waterbury. Yeah. So I think it'll be good for folks to know what's going on, what you're trying to do, and what you you know what kind of change you think you could bring about, especially from more of a grassroots than your regular folks that got back and from you know the powers that be oh up God. up the road up the road in Hartford or whatever. Yeah. So so I'm definitely I glad you. I'm glad for everywhere but Waterbury. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> everywhere but Waterbury. And I'm glad it's somebody somebody I know a little bit about. Yeah, me, I personally, I don't have a vote. I don't live in Waterbury anymore. Mm-hmm. I moved about two and a half years ago, but I'm in Waterbury all the time. I volunteer. I coach yep. football, flag football, and basketball. So I'm, and my my son lives there. So I'm still like Waterbury, still home. You know what I mean? Even though I'm, yep. you know, five miles away, I'm, I'm right down say. the street. I ain't I ain't far, but yeah. I spend more time in Waterbury than I do anywhere in town. I just I just live closer to work now. Yeah, definitely. But. uh yeah, man. Thanks for coming. I appreciate uh, the opportunity. Do you man. have any questions for us before you say you had some? Um, so before we get I, on, I, I, put, put you in the hot seat. <laughs> I no, we'll I mean, let, let, no, well, you know, let's let's get going. I, I, I have one or two, but we could get right. into it in the mix. I'll, I'll, and before we get I'll started, in there. happy homecoming, Hampton University. Hey. Home by the sea, standard of excellence. That's right. I thought homecoming was... Uh, Last week, don't do that. The la- I thought the real age. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that on the podcast I'm on that I pay money to be on? And and my name is up there. You see the, the little display and the nigga with the hairline? That's me. Don't do that. Why wasn't easy at Hampton? Oh, oops, please. Sunday service, <laughs> keep that. Boy, that's a bad look. We, we can talk about that later. Yeah, hey, hey, oh, I'm here for God. it all, man. Did you listen? No, not yet. Right. Not yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Howard was, I think last week, I think Howard was last weekend, all that happened with Sunday yeah, service. I think, and all. I think yeah, it was last yeah. weekend. This weekend, Anthony, I wanted to go. Work was not, was not having it. Me going to Virginia for the weekend. So here I am. Yeah. So a happy homecoming. So, hope anybody <laughs> there enjoy, enjoy yourself. Oh, hope man. we win the game. All right, so Tyler. Yes, sir. Tyler. 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 Tyler, tell us about yourself, man. Tell the people about yourself. I am a millennial. I am uh, fresh on the scene, fresh on the political scene, new to politics, a political newcomer, mm-hmm. born and raised in Waterbury, which is amazing. You know, I've, over the years, I found myself uh, volunteering in different uh, community organizations, working with different community groups to kind of 
bring a, a better quality of life to our city. You know, I've been working with different elected officials, different businesses to try and make uh, what I like to call tangible life improvements to yeah. the city. You know, so that's who I am. Uh, you know, and I, I hope that I hope to continue this mission. You know, uh, right, right here, in, we're in election season. Yep. And, you know, one thing with me, it doesn't stop here. So, you know, and I, I consider myself like a humanitarian more than a politician, mm -hmm. you know, like especially with coming into it and who I am at heart. So that, that that's really who I am, a humanitarian trying to create change and, and provide resource opportunity and access to the people that's been shut out for so long, i.e. 98% of Waterbury, yeah, Connecticut. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> you know, I think about I think about what you just said too. You know, I got lucky. Like yeah. stuff stuff I was teaching. We just talked about it. He went to Catholic school, bro. Yeah, he went to Catholic school. <laughs> yeah. Never never went to public school here in town. Always went to Catholic school. I went to St. Pete's from K to eight, Sacred Heart for high school. And then I left to go to school. I went to, I went down to Hampton, obviously. Um You had to get some some black people in your life. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely. That's why I went to HBC. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. Hey now. <laughs> but I think um seeing it, I was always on the outside looking in just because of that. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have the same issues a lot of people had. I know when I was in high school, there was accreditation issues with some of the high schools that were yeah. up here. And it was part of the reason why I went to Catholic. My mother made me go to Catholic school. She didn't want me to worry about that, especially when college came around. Like, yeah. well, your high school doesn't have accreditation or whatever. Your four years that they made you go to school meant nothing. Yeah. So I think having somebody that's from the city went through some of those different things because we're all about the same age within a year of each other. At 32. Having an understanding of what happens when yeah. the forgotten don't are forgotten. And, you know, I know the city's going through economic downturns, especially when the recession hit. It hit here hard. It hit hard. And it it might have been even before that with Waterbury. And then, and, yeah, and then yeah. it started to slow down a little bit, but then when everybody went down, well, the Waterbury whole town seen, went to... I not mean, to cut it you started off. with Giordano. Not, I, I mean, probably before I'm glad, that. I'm glad, I'm glad, I remember. I'm glad you said Bergen. that. I'm, glad, I'm, that. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you. So, uh, 19... 35, I want to say the year was, is a mayor named Francis T. Hayes uh, in Waterbury, Connecticut. Okay. That's where it started. That's where it started. He went down when he got arrested for corruption, embezzlement, yep. and stuff. Him and 25 people on his administration, aldermen and everything, got arrested at one time. That's wow. where it started. So, you know, you, you wow. look at it, it's like, dude, it almost started almost 100 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I was thinking about that. And from there, plus, it, yep. you know, we had various small points where Waterbury had strong uh, yep. up climbs, you know, mm -hmm. especially with the Industrial Revolution. Yep. Scovilles like and all that. that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep. Yep. But uh, from the economic standpoint, to me, everything that I look at and I study is since 1935, it's been all downhill. But, you know, they, wow. they do all the ups and downs, right? There's been a so history. it's tradition. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely tradition. <laughs> corruption. <laughs> we got to break Corruption, that. downturn. Corruption is Waterbury's biggest tradition. <laughs> no, it definitely has. Because <laughs> from Bergen to Giordano, John Rowland, who's a native of Waterbury, yeah. went to Holy Cross High. He was the, he was the governor. Former yeah. governor of the state. All, everybody that's come out of here and has. Santa Petro, too. And Santa Petro has held an executive seat, be it the governorship or the, or the mayor's seat here. Something bad has happened yeah. for the past two documented. You just go back to when we were younger. You're talking about the 20 plus years of mayors and governors who have come out of here who have done some foul shit. And, and we've all ended up on the receiving end of it. And then, you know, like I said, once the recession hit everybody, I felt like it hit here super hard because everything here is service based. We don't make anything, there's no um, nope. innovation that happens here. You know, that happens in other parts of the state. 
you get down down Fairfield County, Stanford, where they're close to they're closer to New York. So you got some of the trade floors down there. Some of the big banks used to have big offices down that way. You got Hartford with all the insurance companies. So there was places where people could still survive and thrive because they had that infrastructure already in place. But you think about Waterbury, New Britain, even a little bit New Haven. The only thing that's really saying New Haven was probably Yale, New Haven. The health system's based yeah. out of there. Yeah. But you think about some of the bigger states that don't have something. Waterbury is that one. It was big factory time before. Factories came and went. What's been here since? Yeah. You know? A bunch of people hoping something comes back. Yeah, hopes and dreams. And, you know, you, you get people with hopes and dreams, and the, the hopes and dreams aren't answered. What do they turn to? Dumb shit. A bunch of it. Exactly. Exactly. You turn into corner stores inside the mall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's weird, I, right? Is it, is it me? Is no, it no, me? Strange, no, I'm strange, like, bro. Wait, Yo, hold on. Our mall has about 17 bodegas inside of it, bro. <laughs> you know what? When the mall came in the late 90s, it was like Fire. the new big thing. Absolutely. Fire. Biggest mall, Absolutely. Like, like the biggest mall in the state, the most stores, whatever. Had the big anchor stores. But mm -hmm. once people stopped, started leaving here little by little, I think last time I looked, we went from like 110 to 108. So there's been a little bit of an exodus from the city that now the mall, it's just the first thing that went. Stores started closing. Everything's in and out. Then you started talking about the end of brick and mortar stores. Sears closes down. Yeah. Burlington Coffee Factory is eighth floor in there now, and it used to be an anchor store. The only thing that's been in there now that stays is Macy's and JCPenney and the jewelry stores. Yeah, and that's that. A lot of that is because they, uh, a lot of that is because they, um, you know, Macy's owns that that per, that piece of the mall. Right. You know, they own that piece. They're, yep. they're, they're real big. So when they come in and, and get into a mall, they're like, okay, we going to own this spot. Right, right. You guys own the rest of the mall. Right. We own this spot. We'll operate this the way we want to operate it. Absolutely. You and know? then, they, you know, you get these big stores that come in, but the little ones can't survive. You know, be it the rent's too high, they're not making enough money, yeah. whatever the case may be. And if, if the chains are not big enough to sustain them, they're going to leave. Because the only thing I think that stayed in there for the whole 20 plus years mall has been open Macy's, JCPenney. Foot Locker. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The jewelry stores. And H&M's in there now. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. So it's been, you can always see parts of where where the bad begins. Yeah. And, you know, which we'll probably get into a little later, some of the things, some of the ideas you have about turning, turning that ship around. And I think it'll be really good for here, especially if it's one of the biggest cities in the state. It needs to have something. Yeah. So, something to, to bring people here, we have nothing to bring people here. I know. They used to at least have Holy Land. People used to come, you know, bring some tourist dollars in. You don't got Holy Land no more. I mean, and they revamped that. It looks nice. I mean, well, I haven't been up there, but I met from a distance. I Man, see the look, colors. They, the a, colors. It's so like a haunted house to me up there, yeah, boy. Yeah, I ain't going yeah, up there, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, no, sir. Holy Land is nice, though. You know, from a distance, like you said, Evan. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. It, it, it's really nice. Um, It, it really is. Uh, there, there's a lot of backstory to Holy Land, but, you know, for the for the most part, though, it, it was a good thing to... For that to get done over, a new yeah. cross to be put there Definitely. because, you know, with respect to the mayor, it, it, it shows that Waterbury, it has potential to be something great. And there's something special about this place. I like to call Waterbury the center of the universe. A lot of people say I'm crazy, but maybe <laughs> just because I'm a Waterbury boy. I don't know, you know. I literally call Waterbury the center of the universe. Well, it would be the center, I guess, depending on <laughs> which, what's the, the start and the finish, right? Like yeah. You can make any you place the somewhere. center. <laughs> Well, unless the unless the earth's flat and then it's like, don't do that. Dude. Dude. Come on, man. Sorry, shout out to Kyrie. Oh, man. Um speaking of the earth being flat, man, did you know we have a Christopher Columbus statue in front of City Hall downtown? 
That's what that is? That's Christopher Columbus? It's Christopher Columbus. Oh, no, they keep that. And that, you know, really? I, I, I mentioned a few things. How, a few that's t- been there forever? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they redid it, City Hall. They the, the one that they redid. It's right there on. If you're facing the building, yeah. it's on the right yeah, side. The it's other a one statue is the on the Chase right building, side. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's on the right side. And uh, you know, I, I I've made some notions to a few different people about you know doing something about it, and everybody's like nobody cares. But and you know, did they gonna, add? Did they add that when they redid it? Um, it was there. Okay. I think yeah. But what it was, it was there. But they kind of cleaned it up, dressed it up. Yep. Put it back. Oh, so so you know, Christopher you know, Columbus got a makeover. <laughs> but you know what, too? That has to do with <laughs> yeah. the people that are here. Heavy Italian population in the city. Absolutely. They love they love Christopher Columbus for whatever sorted reason. And Does he get a day off of work? We can still get the day off of work. I don't care about Christopher Columbus. I'll take a day off gladly. I didn't get it off, but if we did, hey, stay home relax. All y'all talking about Christopher Columbus didn't discover America. This is my uh, people on social media voice. Yeah, talk, talk to them. Oh, uh, y'all shouldn't be taking a day off of work, then. Y'all better, well, my job's closed, so. Uh, right. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Just go in there and just break the door? I don't have a key. <laughs> I mean, there, there's some states that's, hey, that's replacing some important days like Election Day with Christopher Columbus Day, which yep. is giving a free paid day or, you know, a paid day yep. off for Election yep. Day, which I think is more important than Christopher yeah. Columbus Day. We you know we yeah, we gotta we gotta start dealing with our truths and stuff. sometimes it's hard to get to the polls. Yeah, it's crazy too to think about it because other countries they they take you to take the day off. Well, like I know my the other companies I've worked for in the past, you can take the day off and go vote, or Absolutely. you can take the day off where you can go vote and then come in. Yeah, because it's it's well, just I mean, a, it's just heavy duty to go. Legally, vote. your job Service is supposed to allow you time to do that. Yeah, but again, like people got shit to do. It's it's not always like if you have to work and you have to go in for a long shift. Your oh, kids got to get fed. If you're, you're, working, know, hour, if you're working an hourly gig, then you're not you're not going to vote. You're not going it's to not right. happening. <laughs> like, I work salary, so I'll be like, all right, um, I've taken a few hours. I'm going to vote. See we got to do something. something. We got to do something about that, but man. But I think that's one place we need to start. Voter turnout, unless it's a national election, is always so low. Yeah. And so, that's one of the reasons. So, honestly, that that's one of the first things I looked at when I decided to run is the voter turnout. I'm like, all right, well, let me see mm-hmm. the numbers on this thing. You know, Waterbury has 55,000 registered voters. Mm-hmm. Uh, last election, we had t- about approximately 12,000 turnout. You know, and- Neil won with about 8,000. The Republican had about, I want to say, about 3,000, and the rest went to independents and yeah, write-ins and, and stuff that, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, you know, 12,000 out of 55,000 registered, and it wasn't like that. It hasn't been, you know, it's it's been a decline right. for local elections. Right. When it was presidential election, our numbers were up. We, yeah. you know, we about probably about 75% voting up there. You know, we're in the high 20s, 30s, 40s. Uh, over the last two or three years, as right. far as presidential, the the ones that I think that people feel like care and matter, you know, a lot of people I think around the city look at local politics um, as to we can't do nothing, yep. you know, because the status quo is there, and it's just like, yeah. well, how do we just how, we our vote is not going to mean nothing, so and, we're and, not going to. And I think it's a bad way of thinking because you can Definitely. do more. Absolutely, it means more than presidential. You, you need to vote at your local levels to see immediate change. The president's not going to care about the pothole. Absolutely. The street <laughs> the corner of your house. You need to vote local. <laughs> you need to vote at the local level to see those immediate things. It's a macro-micro thing, right? You vote nationally, but, you know, national gets so much attention and so much media coverage. They pour so much money into getting on TV mm-hmm. that it's all you see. And election day is always in flashing lights yeah. for, for the big ones. And it's like, okay, well, I know I can get time off, especially if you work in a place where you can. That's what they do. But local... You got to pay a little bit more attention. You got to know what's going on. 
you have to dig a little more to, to know the players, know what they know what they stand for, know what know what they want to do. Yeah, and it makes it a little harder, but it's a it's just a worth way of thinking because vote for the president, you might see you'll see changes, but it's not going to be that immediate your day to day life as opposed to somebody who's running for mayor in your city who can say, okay, there's a public works initiative we're putting in place, we're fixing all the, the roads in the city. That affects your daily life every Absolutely. single day. Or in your pockets. In your pockets. <laughs> Absolutely. I just put four new tires on my car not too long ago. I was not happy about it. And <laughs> those things matter a lot more to your everyday life as opposed to what's going to happen nationally, which matters a lot. It's going to shape what people think of our country as a whole in years to come in history and things that are going to happen economically. But things need to happen local before you can go to yeah. those other levels next. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, and not for nothing... I feel like I don't know. We don't know any local politicians, so that's only when they do how bad. it starts. Yeah, only when they do bad shit. Yeah, right. Only when they do bad shit. So like, I'm I'm guilty of this, especially you know when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I see a name, I know they're in there. I'm like, oh, all right, I know this name, I recognize this name. I'm yep. just gonna vote for them and not know anything about the person. Don't even know what they look like. Don't know mm -hmm. any of their policies. Yep. And I'm just all right. All right, you got my vote because I've seen your name before. You know, it's crazy. I have a, a different. Uh, take on that because me, I'm, I keep it real. It's, it's documented and everything. I didn't vote. Okay. I didn't vote because I was like, why? Who am I going to vote for? Yeah. You know, instead of, and, and I, I looked at it as, hey, you don't even deserve my vote, even if I know your name or mm -hmm. I seen your name on a bumper sticker. That's fair. You know what I mean? I was like, well, hey, no, I'm not voting. I'm not voting. And it, it, you know, once I came to understand the importance of it and using your voice and, and being involved in the civic process and how much it, it, it means to the city, especially when we just face disparity and we face challenge after challenge year after year, it's like somebody has to speak up mm -hmm. and you have to do it in a certain way and you have to get people involved in the process and you have to spread that message out. But, uh, you know, like I said, man, I didn't vote. I, was, I didn't yeah. care about nothing. And we're, we're uneducated. We're just living. Oh, that's we another need to, thing. We that's need to thing, be yeah. educated on this. But From, part of being uneducated, they're not going to teach us because that means they're not in, char in control anymore if they teach us this. Absolutely. Teach us everything about it, which is another issue. It should be in high school. It should be all, It should be in so every much, single high school. There's it so should much know shit how. that should be in high school that isn't. Yeah, yeah we could talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but that, that's definitely one because, you know, that, that's one very important right that you have that it's not even shown. You know, I don't remember anything in high school ever being brought up to me about uh, voting anything oh, right, when I was getting no, when I was like getting that, ready yeah, yeah. to when I was getting ready to get out of high school, it was just like, hey, you're going out into the rest. Especially I went to Wilby. I didn't mean, know how that go. <laughs> Especially back then. <laughs> you know how that they go. Give a, they ain't give a good goddamn back then, boy. Lucky See I made it. Lucky I made it. Yeah. I was two streets away. I lived, I grew up on Plaza Avenue. Mm. Right off of Willow. I was two streets away from going to Wilby. Two streets. That's it. I know mm. you're proud. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Kennedy. Kennedy was cool, but like, yeah, I mean, still, still Waterbury school system, which has been... It's up and down. Up and down, yeah. Absolutely. It, it hasn't been the greatest. Again, we talk about what we remember from high school. I don't, I don't know what... You, I had a teacher that used to sleep in class. Oh, good for First her. period, we used to play spades. I had... Listen to this, man. I... I've known I wanted to, and we're going to touch on this, uh, Channel 13. I've seen you met with the kids today. Okay, I want to yeah, talk yeah. about that. I've known I wanted to do this shit since I was, being television since I was probably 12. Okay. I had a video production teacher 
that let us just play on a computer all day. And it's like, even though I knew I wanted to do video production, she was I still didn't she was do looking that at shit like, in class. Well, I, had, I had a teacher that just stood there all day and maybe one kid would go, go to him and ask for shit. And everybody else was playing spades and playing <laughs> like one of those tank games on a computer. And it's just like uh, computer free game. period. And computer, <laughs> yeah, and computer really games back then period. were trash. Yeah, and then the stuff they do teach us is like, all right, yes, it's history, it's science, it's good to know math. But yeah. like, yo, I'm gonna leave here. I'm gonna use the calculator. I don't, and you know, I, I'm having this issue with my son now. I was a freshman in high school, but it, it, you have to tell them to put effort in and try to teach that that work ethic. I get that part of it, but a lot of this shit is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Most would, of it is. I would tell him though, math. Stay on that. Calculator, bro. No, no. I'm talking about how math teaches you how to think. Okay. Math is very logical. There's no, there's no maybes in math. Everything is yes or Absolutely. no. True. It's a very linear way of thinking about things. And one, if he learns how, he's good at math. He can go into engineering. He can be a programmer. He can do all that shit. Yeah, but you don't want to force it either. If no, you're, no. You're either if, good if, at math or you're no, not. No, no. If at he's math, good at it, make right, stick right. with it. If he's not, he's not. Because I can't fucking count math, either. Honestly, <laughs> math was probably the only subject that I excelled in. Oh, I hated math. English, I was like, uh, whatever. Oh, and I, I, social I, studies, I, I'm like, man, I'll this write don't you, even sound right. I'll write, you, I'll, <laughs> I'll write you something all day. You want me to count something? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy how we it's so, how so many of us are opposites. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Math, I, I passed math like every year with like, 60 somethings. Oh, <laughs> I was terrible at it. Like, because again, you said it's, you're either right or wrong. There's no, yo, you were close, so we're going to give nope. you, nah, nope. you're either right or wrong. And nope. it just, once you get into like algebra and geometry, geometry is easier than algebra. Once you yeah. get into algebra and that shit, it's like, man, yeah, they, start, they, they start adding letters in the math. I was all set, baby. <laughs> done so out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, are, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah. Um. So you went to the, Channel 13 today I seen. Yeah, How was absolutely. that with the kids? It was yeah. great, man. They uh they have this program that uh Nicole King, she's you know, uh some community per, uh community organizer in the community and she what she did is she grabbed these kids and she gives them something to do. So they're at Channel 13. They learn how to use the cameras, uh, film the whole app. They do the whole production, nice. you yep. know, inside and out. They do the whole production. And, you know, it, it was great to meet with them, to talk with them, you know, see some of their issues that they have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we had more time, I'm sure they could have gave me a thousand more. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but they, but they, it, it, it was great, man, to see it and to be part of it and knowing and, and watching them work and, you know, one guy on the camera, one in the sound room, one, you know, the, the hosts are all children, well, youth. And yeah. it's, it, it was amazing to see, man. It was great. Uh, fun fact. This isn't my first show. Okay. <laughs> I had a TV show on Channel 13 when I was a freshman in high school. You was going to wow. do that? You was going to do that? Bro, you know do what's crazy? Hold on. Uh, Fatty <laughs> baby! <Do> wow. <laughs> No, you know, I was not on do that. It's so Eric. Funny. I was fourteen. Thank it, you. It was so funny because I had to school my campaign team. So we, <laughs> we, you know, we walked in there and it's it's four of us. It was four of us this morning and and you know we're looking at the wall. They got all the pictures up on the wall and they're like, well, who's this guy with this chain on that says do that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, you guys don't know do that, right? Yo. You guys don't know. Him? And they're like, no. And I, so you know, I had to go. I'm like, this is the first dude that had public access. The, on television and was literally in the clubs filming stuff. He was at Beach Week filming yeah. stuff. I'm like, and they put this on public X? Absolutely. Yeah. I used to it love it most, when I was little. It was the most misogynistic TV show ever. <laughs> now, but, now, do that was slightly problematic. To a, to a 13-year-old boy? <laughs> yeah. 
Times are different now. We, yeah, but times public are access though. Yeah, yo, Brandon, 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 you got some respect the hustle. I mean, I don't know what he's up to now. I ain't seen. I don't know nothing about do that, but that's. Yeah, no, I respect that. It was a legendary time. Yeah, that was a legendary time. Legendary time. Um, I had a show with uh, Nelson and Audra called Waterbury Team Voices. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I, we might have only did one, you know, maybe like 10, 12 episodes, whatever, however many. But it was it was a fun experience. I knew I wanted to do TV. I did sports stuff. Um, I, I was on air for sports, but so it's just funny. Like I seen that today, and I'm like, yo, full circle, just, yeah, just seeing absolutely. these kids but, into this, and like I. I knew I wanted to do that now, and I'm doing that for a living. But it's about fostering different things in people, too. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's got a different gift. So yeah, yeah. I think it's important to expand a kid's horizons, depending on you know what they want to do. Yeah. Not everybody's going to be a lawyer, a doctor, yeah. no. a teacher. And, that, and that's the main thing with the program that Nikki, uh, you know, respect to her, she teaches is that she tries to teach them skills that, you know, they could use elsewhere. You know, they might be able to go on a different show with somebody else or mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. to the radio station. They might get an opportunity there. And she tries to show different interests into different things. So, you know, it, it, it's amazing to see it. It's amazing dope, to see man. it happen. I, I, I love seeing it because especially, like, even though I had the TV show, it was... I was a co-host on it. It wasn't like I didn't start it. Mm-hmm. Someone asked me to be on. Nelson asked me to be on it. Um, so you know, I did that, and then that was it. But it, I didn't. I never had anyone to show me the ropes. Even now, I don't. You know, I don't have a mentor. I don't have anyone that mm. I could look up to and just go to for advice in my field mm. and ask for questions. Like we talked about, like procrastination. Me procrastinating. That is part of it right now with getting this shit going. But I don't have that mentor in. Television, so to say. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's nice to see some kids have someone to look up to. Definitely. And, and you know, I hope I can be that one day. Absolutely. And bring in some some help with the stuff I'm I got planned. But yeah, it's just it's good to see. Absolutely, and it's, it's it's great, and it gives them something to do. Yeah. You know, they were mad. They're there. Well, they're not mad, but some of them were like, ah, oh, it's early in the morning. But <laughs> hey, yeah. man, let's let's get to it, man. It's something to do, man. Not everyone could put a ball in the hoop, man. Not, well, you know, not everyone could catch. It's funny. You got to do something. Uh, the strategist on my team brought something to light to me. And, you know, we were talking about our uh, my uh, arts initiative and, and working with the Connecticut Office of the Arts to bring that opp- those opportunities, resources, and uh, access to the city. And he said something to me that always stuck with me since, like, a year ago. You know, he was like, uh, I used to go to the boys' club and watch it from the outside. And I'm like, what do you mean? He was mm. like... He's like, well, you talk about the boys club all the time because I was heavy in the boys. He's yeah. like, you talk about the boys club all the time. He said, but I didn't play any sports. Mm-hmm. He said, I liked art. Mm-hmm. I liked writing stuff. He was like, there was nothing for me, you know, and it and it kind of goes back to almost some of the issues we have in the city now because you look at stuff like the Pell program, which is amazing. Which I love what I, the I volunteered. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I love the Pell program. Um, you know, they have a few things that are life skills based, but you know, yeah. it, it's like we need to expand yep. that, you know, and honestly, I, I always throw that out there. Like, man, we need, the Pell program needs to expand. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it needs it's about to expand. Time. Like, it needs to expand. It's good and it does great things. And, mm-hmm. you know, having, for especially for parents paying one fee and, and you know, 30, the, $30 for the year. And they could pay what, and, you know, they could play whatever sport and be involved in whatever's going on there at the Pell. But we need to expand it. You know yeah, because I mean? they changed it. It used to be Police Athletic League and they changed it to Police Activity League mm. to try to, Get out there exactly. and get the other stuff going, but it's still like you, it's hard to get. And I think it's a system like we're coming up. All we knew was playing sports, 
So I feel like it's something that we got to change the mentality of parents as well to put their kids, to try to ask their kids what they want to do instead of what you want to see your kids do. Right. So that's, that's definitely part of it. That's a good point. Um, definitely. We have the Arts Magnet School, yeah. which it, it's, a, it's a good school. It's nice on the inside. I don't know if y'all ever been. Yeah, I've been inside, yeah. Um, but it's a lottery. Oh, yeah, all magnet schools are. But it's a lottery without even, like, without any requirements. Mm. So, like, you don't even have to be interested in arts to go there. So, I would imagine there's so many kids that are interested in arts that can't go there because they didn't make the lottery. And then there's so many kids there that... The parents just want them to go to a better school. I'm... My, my son goes there. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not taking him out that motherfucker unless he come out here. Yeah, that's a fact. But because it's a better school. Yeah. So now it's like, all right, you got a bunch of kids that aren't really interested in the arts, but it's a better school, so they're there when you have kids that I think it should be different. As the parent that has a kid that goes there and isn't really interested in the arts, I think it should be changed up a little bit. I know it's state-funded, so there's a bunch of rules with that. Yeah. But it, it would be nice to see like some type of initiation process where you submit something to Yeah, you have to... Show some interest, yeah, you know, especially yeah. it, it kind of is like, well, are we wasting the resource? And you know, and you are, they are, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't have any yeah. interest in it, it's like, are you wasting the, the resource? Yeah, I understand that a thousand percent, man. a thousand percent. We definitely need our school is uh, it's just it, it, it's so much, man. I just I, I really try and just pray on it all the time, like, man, let's just find a way to really collectively come together, state, federal, locally, mm. to come together to provide better opportunities for the schools. You know, I was talking to the children at the at the uh, interview this morning. They're like, oh, no, we don't have smart boards. Well, some of them have smart boards. If you're in one school, you have smart some boards. Don't. Some school don't. Yeah. You know, yeah. they don't, we don't have computers. One has computer, the other one doesn't. So we, you know, we. It's 2019, man. Every child, every person that's in high school or younger, they're going to learn. They can learn whatever they want from their phone. Yeah. So if we're not giving them the technology to be able to learn the way that they're, they're, they've been brought up to learn, we're going to fail them, man. Yeah, I, I was listening to Joe Budden's podcast today. You give, he's talking about giving his two-year-old his iPad. Brings up Baby Shark in 30 seconds. <laughs> Kids are smart. My stepson, I live in Southington. My stepson. Walking his school, elementary school, their computer class, IMAX. Mm-hmm. There's about 20 of them. 20 of them. Yeah. I walked in there. Boy, I'm like, I got, boy, I got money out here. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Money. And this yeah. is a public school. Yeah, yeah I got money out here. It's a public school. Wild, so it's just, yeah, it's, it's sad, man. It's sad to see. Well, and like, you know, it opens your eyes a little bit, but. I'm pretty sure the the people that is in, in place and the officials that are in place are making sure that those things are there. That that's yeah, you know yeah. apathy is mm-hmm. a big thing and you know it's just if you don't understand it or you don't have the notion to wanna make sure that those things are there they won't be there yeah. you know mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you the 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 technology budget in the city of Waterbury right now is a big donut <laughs> makes sense to me I mean I, I literally it. it's like it's makes literally sense. it's literally a donut I believe it and I said how is how is this possible mm-hmm. like technology zero. Like not even a hundred and fifty dollars zero. That's Whatever, man. We we we're gonna get to it though. <laughs> we're gonna try and make it better, man. But it, it's it's tough, man. It's and tough. I, I drove downtown the other day waiting to pick my son up from school, and I go around the corner and I go past what was it? Sports stuff? Is that the name of the sneaker Did, spot? That, that used to be there. They used to be downtown. Yeah, down, yep. I yeah, drove by. It's just big, you know. Uh, available sign there. It's yeah. just the downtown. They got a revamp. I know Post went down there, but they got a. <laughs> 
It's nice, you, you, yo. You come down it's there now, nice. too. It's nice. Downtown. It's nice, okay. but it's just you come it's down shitty there at the too. same time. Yeah. yeah, man. There's there's a lot. I think we... Uh, I walked downtown the other day uh, count, trying to count how many vacant uh, commercial buildings it was. Uh, and there was, uh, I want to say, it was about 15 right in the immediate area. And it's like, how? There's only like 35 and there's 15? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make no sense. You know, it's like half, wow. more than half. And it's just... It, it it sucks, but you know I think what what happened in Waterbury is that when the prices and not uh, it was before two thousand and eight. This is probably back around now. I want to say about the seventies or so when a lot of the prices dropped. A lot of people brought businesses, brought businesses, and then they put stuff in there. Now, when all the businesses do to whatever, whether it's technology, technology and innovation, businesses started leaving up out of downtown. Nothing was set in place to replace them businesses, right. you know, to replace them and put new new ideas or, or fresh uh, fresh uh, businesses into downtown. And not for nothing, downtown is owned by, I would say, less than five or six people. Wow. All the buildings on there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They ain't making no more land. People go down there and try to gobble all that up as much as they can, especially building space. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's that's America in a nutshell, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> absolutely. Pretty much. That's absolutely, America in man. A nutshell. Absolutely. So why are you running for mayor? Did anything specific happen that put the icing on the cake? Like, what made you step into this run? Because you're a write-in candidate right now. For anyone listening and wants to vote for Tyler, he's a write-in candidate. You have to write his name down. I'll put everything in the show notes. But Absolutely. What, um, made, you, what made you do this? Well, just like, you know, I think I touched on in the beginning, really is just that I was trying to find a way. And, you know, I've worked with many different community organizations. I've volunteered. I've done charity events myself. I've done free cookouts. Every year we go back to the Boys Club and, you know, I try and support other initiatives and other people doing great initiatives. And I try and plug them all together because I feel like there's no outreach in the city. And for me... Uh, you know, a lot of people told me, why don't you run for Alderman? You can win with 250 votes. Or, why don't you run wow. for Board of Education? You can win with 250 votes. And, you know, that's all it takes. Me, I just honestly, I just said I want the top spot. I want to go for the top spot. And I think it was more of an inspiration factor. Yeah. And not just for the for the people watching, but for the officials. You know, because if I ran for Alderman, Nobody would care about what I have to say on the official level, on the on the officials level, not That's talking fair. about the residents. Of course, yeah, the yeah. residents would. But, you know, the officials that are there already, mm-hmm. they, it wouldn't matter to them. You know, running for mayor now, it's they have to listen to what I have to say, whether they act on it or not. They have to listen to it. That's you know? a good point. So yeah. to me, it was put it out there. And then I'm like, well, you know, let me get in on these debates. <laughs> they, they blocked me from the first one. Yeah. Chamber, man, the chamber of commerce. We, we, Candace, she was just here. We tried to reach out to her, man. I mean, we tried to reach out to the chamber before that, well before the debate. Uh, and then finally they got back to us like the week before and was like, nah, we're not interested in nobody else. Mm. Well, mm. All right, that's fine. So then, uh, thank you to the National Congress of Black Women. They invited us to their debate, which was like two weeks after the chamber one, and we went there. And then everybody was like, "Wow, like, why weren't you at the first one?" Like, yeah. I don't know. Ask them. <laughs> Ask them. <laughs> yeah, talk, you got to talk to them about that. H E M. Absolutely, you know. And it, it was so it, it was it was fun though because the debate I, I learned a lot honestly mm. with being a political newcomer and I wanted to go in there 
And, you know, I wanted to make my point clear on how we needed to move the city forward, but I also didn't want to be negative, angry. Right, right. You know, because yeah, that's definitely. not me as a person. And yeah, because they're just going to call you the angry black man. The young angry, the young angry black, yeah, angry black. Everybody's like, you're 19, no, 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 not 19, but you know, the young <laughs> angry black man. You're absolutely right. And so when I went in there, you know, I took a different approach, you know, and this mm-hmm. is giving you guys a little strategy, especially if you listen to Goddamn Fools. <laughs> 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 you're gonna get a little inside scoop. I, I, I took a different approach to it. Where why am I gonna go in there and just bad mouth? And, and trying to attack, personally attack the current mayor that we have. Right. Why not go in there, just highlight what's wrong, mm-hmm. you know, give him his respect where it's due. Mm-hmm. And I think that could go a long way. Yeah, it could go yeah. a lot farther, you know, not for nothing. I was in there and I had two candidates next to me and, you know, it just seems like they were angry. And it kind of got me off my balance a little bit too because, you know, I came in there ready to go and then... I'm just listening at them. They're like, yeah, we're just getting, we're on a lower taxes and this is wrong and this is wrong and you failed everybody. And I'm just like, Jesus, right? <laughs> how, how can I stay clear? You know what I mean? But it was, it was great, man. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. It was great. I done had everyone reach out, you know, even the mayor itself, you know, if, if, if you go, if you go to my uh, campaign uh, page, Macaref 2019, you could see the debate. Uh, and it's full, and you you'll see them, man. Like I would say something there, piggybacking right off of it. They know uh, they know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They know we know. Yep. That one. <laughs> what do you uh, What do you think the current mayor is doing wrong? Because I know, I mean, I know he's he's police. He used to be the chief of police. I know that, but I, I he's been running the city for a long time. If you think about it, yeah, Especially yeah. Chief police, and I just because yeah. because again, Jarjur before him, he yeah. wasn't he wasn't the worst <laughs> mayor we've ever had. No. But uh, I, I I felt like it was kind of he was just there. That's how yeah. I felt outside yeah, looking absolutely. in. I felt like he was there. Um, but I didn't realize this current mayor uh, O'Leary has been there for twelve years already. Yep. Yeah, something about right. Like it just—it's yeah. crazy how it's, old it's, we get older and how much time flies. It's eight. It's—he's been there for eight. If he wins, it'll be twelve. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, if okay. he wins, All it'll right. be twelve. He's been so there if he, since If he wins and he does full term, it's twelve, and then he's the longest running. That's what I yeah, read. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Right. But uh, well, what he, what is he doing wrong? A lot of things. Uh, <laughs> uh, but mainly the reinvestment into the residents of this city. It, one of the biggest challenges we face is losing residents, losing people yep. that graduate from school and colleges yep. and, and going on. These are the people that have the access to be able to open businesses and, and stuff in the mm-hmm. community. And they're saying, you know what? We're out of here. Me, my wife and I, even though we're down Absolutely. the street, we decided, you know, the taxes are too damn high. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was a, what was that? Wasn't that some type of YouTube video? The rent too damn the high. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. it's, it's, it's real shit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, outside of that, um, the reinvestment into the the residents itself, uh, infrastructure, um, it, it he has to do better. You know, he has to do better. You know, uh, hopefully we're getting him out of here in December. Um, you know, I told him, I said, man, listen, you're out of here in December. But even if he's not, <laughs> win, win or lose, one thing about me, win or lose, I understand we need to push the city forward. So regardless of what, this next four years needs to be Waterbury's best four yeah. years ever. 
Cause we're we're we don't have any other options, but the infrastructure like our roads, you know, uh, it's funny. I hear the uh, Larry DePillo, who's a strong advocate all the time in the city. Yeah, he's you know? ran for mayor like thirty times and never and, won. Yeah, a, a <laughs> bunch of them did. There's a yeah. few. There's a few. Jimmy, give me two. There's a few oh, that just Jimmy ran. Griffin. Oh <laughs> man. A, yeah, yeah. We ain't oh, talk about him, but there's been a few that ran and haven't. But one thing about DePillo is he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. He, you know, I don't think he's just able to mobilize people the way he he, he needs to to really win the office. But, uh, you know, they're, they're, Larry DePillo, he 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 was is good because I listen to him all the time when he goes to Ottoman meetings and talking. He always points out a lot of a lot of things that are wrong with this city, you know, and even with the roads, right? There, on average, we pave about three point six. This is what they say: we pave about three point six miles of road every year. So that's from the mall to Restaurant Depot. That's about that yeah. that that space three point six miles a year. Uh, you know, if you listen, if you look at budget proposals and uh, adopted budgets, and then you listen to the mayor speak on what his budget is, and and he'll say, you know, we get. We get so much money. I think it's about one million to two million for state aid for the roads, and then they put about a million into it. So he spent about two or three million dollars in each year into roads, and it's like where at? And then Larry DePillo's like, well, you know what the problem is? We're paving the roads in the fall. If you mm. notice, you, you ever you ever hear people say, okay, it's election time, so now the roads are getting yep. paved, right? Yep. Uh, oh, why, why aren't they getting paved in the summer when it could bake into the yes. into the ground and, and last? It's still when, soft. The plow to get, get early snow, and plow trucks go by. Absolutely, smag up, bring up all that. You know, yeah. it, a road should last twenty at least on the minimum. I, they say twenty to thirty years. We'll call it fifteen, right? Mm. So a road should last about fifteen years. So if we're Milling and paving at least 3.6 miles a year over the last eight years of his term, you know, we should we should have our lease, our downtown and out covered. Yeah. It's yeah. not, man. It's no, not. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> not at all. Because everybody everybody's being reactive instead of proactive, right? So instead of it Absolutely. happening when it needs to and they're doing it the right way, they're doing it so it's the last thing people see before they go in that booth. <laughs> so, Absolutely. And not not I think you know, and I never dug into it. This is just my speculation. And you know, I like to think about things mm-hmm. sometimes. Think, wait, well, maybe it is something like this. But what I would think, knowing the industries and around fall, the plants, the concrete plants and stuff, and the paving plants begin to close around fall. So, if they have all this leftover pavement and concrete, what are they going to do with it? They're going to let it go at a lower rate, right? Mm. So why yeah. not get it at that time when it's like, you know, we're getting it for a lower, lower rate, so possibly we could we could mill and pave more, but look at the time frame we're getting it. Yep. You know, we just have to, like you said, we have to be proactive, man. Yep. Waterbury is too reactive on every single <laughs> level. Like, I, from the nightlife to oh, the God. children in pre-K, like, Waterbury is reactive, and no one is proactive, and that's where we have to go. To, speaking of nightlife and children in pre-K, did you see that uh, flyer a few weeks ago? No. Nah. For the uh, the old Sin City. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> the Sin City, what is it called now? I forget Van what it's called. <laughs> it was like a twerk contest for high school kids. Oh. And middle school kids. Oh, yeah, they went <laughs> in on that. They went in on that. Yeah, they. You know, you, you know, you know. Speaking of reactive, they shut it down quick, but it's like, it should never even have got to that. It, 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 you're absolutely right, Evan, honestly. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right because, you know, it, it's just being proactive. And there, then, oh my God. 
Because <laughs> when, when you think about it, right? See, I, I, I was in entertainment. Like, you know, you know, Eric, I was in entertainment and, and I still did. I went on to do music festivals all over all over the United States and, and working with them. And honestly, that what in the city of Waterbury, right, we lost some good owners, some good nightlife owners. We really did. You know, genuine owners who really cared about how the person's experience when they come into the club, you know, the amount of money they have to pay, yep. the, the perception that the, they get from the community and the respect that they get from the police department. Now it's like a free for all, oh, you know? Yeah, so no, yeah. there's nobody with guidelines, you know, I, one thing I can just say about that sin city would never, <laughs> they would never, definitely they not. would never. I, those are the best owners, honestly, man, respect to them, Jim and Joe, man. They, they brought, they brought some of the, the greatest times to Warder Beer Nightlife. And and go back going back to what I said about, you know, I had really really had no mentors. Sometimes these people open up these night the nightlight night spots, the bars and clubs, sometimes they need mentors and they don't have anyone to teach them and they like think it's a good idea and then they get there and they don't know what to do. But, that but, could be part of it. But too. it's the wild west now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, right, right, everybody's yeah, yeah. opening little spots up. Nobody wants to help anybody, bro. But then they're doing it wrong. Too, that's part they, of it. Yeah. It, well they don't work together. I remember right. ah, what year was this? It might have been two thousand and uh, maybe two thousand and four in Hartford. And a lot of people don't know like Black Bear, yep. Blue, yep. um Envy, uh, Envy yep. all those clubs, they were literally working together. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They were working together to bring people to downtown Hartford. I used to and I've been preaching this. You guys anybody. I preached this since 2008 when my first party was, right? At Criolas on a Wednesday night. I had 500 people in there on a Wednesday Criolas. night. On a Wednesday night. Because Carlos didn't think I could do it. So he had 500 <laughs> people in there. But I've been preaching it to people is that the business owners, you need to work together yeah. to get people. See, what happens is in the city, and it kind of happens with some of the you know local other businesses, retail businesses a little bit too, I'm noticing. But... It's like competition, competition, but it's not friendly competition. Right, right. You know, and it, there needs to be some friendly competition to keep, keep you know, the climate fresh. right. Yeah, to keep, keep the climate right. right. Yeah. But what's happening is that everybody's trying to undercut each other, undercut each other instead of working with each other. Like I told, I tell these guys all the time, I've been saying it for 10 years. If all the clubs in downtown Waterbury charge one price to get in every single bar, a wristband that you could pick up from any bar to go to every single bar, People would be down here, yeah, and they yeah. would go from turf Bar, to yeah. to still to or, you know to Casuela to whatever it is. You know, mm -hmm. they would they would be able to they make about. more money. But you know what, Harvard Harvard was good about that. Um, uh, they might still do it every they do a couple times a summer. They would close down Allen Street block party. Yeah, they would close it down, and you say, okay, here's your here's your flat fee, here's your wristband, like yeah. you were just talking about. Here, go into all these clubs on this little strip. Absolutely. Everybody was still making their money off the bar. There was enough presence down there where nobody was acting too stupid. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a big thing too, um, especially when you're talking about entertainment. Entertainment brings money to cities. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. Entertainment is. I'm. I'm so big on entertainment, and it's it. it entertainment and arts. You know, hmm. you look at our Palace Theater, right? Yep. Our Palace Beautiful. Theater is the biggest theater in the state of Connecticut. You know, it's the biggest, uh, and, and, and the type of events that go on there and, you know, the, we've been putting pressure on it, the Alderman respect to them. They've been putting a little bit of pressure on the palace too, to, to do more culture events and, and stuff like that and to bring different things to the palace. But when you look at it and I know this from the inside workings to do an event at the palace, it costs $13,000 to open the door. You know, you got to figure you could go to the Harbor Yard in Bridgeport and get that for about 8,000. Really? 
The so, whole arena. So, so if you could go get the whole, whole arena, arena for eight thousand to you know eight to ten thousand dollars, and you got thirteen thousand for twenty five hundred people, as opposed to the Harbor Yard, who fits approximately about I think it's about eight thousand close to there or something like that. Making you make more money. It's sad, man. It, 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 it's wow. sad, and you got to look at it. You know, you five k ahead of the game. In an easier place to get to, it's easier to get to Bridgeport than it is get all the way up here. Absolutely, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, right. And if you're giving a, if you're giving them a cut on it, and people hop on a train to get the harbor to get the Harbor Yard Arena, as opposed to having to get on the have to drive all the way here. Yeah, you already you already headed the game, and people are looking like, oh well, I'll just go down the road. I'll just go to, I'll just go to Bridgeport. Another fun fact: you're talking about Hartford. Before, yeah, shit, I'm getting old, bro. Like I'm bringing up, <laughs> I'm reminiscing we right all, now. We all getting old. Facts. <laughs> I used to do some camera work for. Uh, this little company, um, one of my teachers at uh, Connecticut School of Broadcasting, mm. uh, John Sheetsley, shout out to him. Um, Sheetsley, does, wow. You know him? Yeah, You know man. Sheets? Yeah, He does absolutely. like some uh, New York Rangers shit now. Like, I, I'm still friends on Facebook. I haven't talked to him in years. But yeah, he was, my, he was one of my... Uh, Dope. He was, he was one of the people, you know, that helped me yeah. out and helped me get to where I am now. I just, you know, you lose contact. You, yeah, you got yeah, school, yeah. you're working, people, working yeah. nights and shit like that. But I was helping him out with his... Uh, Little production company. I don't want to call it. I was helping him out with his production company. I don't want to call yeah, it little, yeah. but um, yeah, I did some camera work for. Uh, I think it was uh, Eric Hutchinson was one of the artists. There was some girl I forgot her name, and mm. um, t- I wouldn't say Tinder. What was it? It's a rock band, <laughs> but like it was in Hartford at that club on the corner, and we did. I forget what cl- what club it was by the train station over there, but uh, they would shut down that whole probably block. Blackbeard, maybe. No, it was across from Blackbeard. I think. Uh, I, mean, I know what he's talking I don't about. Know. It was, it's, it's on the corner. It's right, right on the corner. corner. Okay, you got like yeah, the yeah, corner entrance, but yep, yep. but yeah, they, and they used to all work together. They had the block parties. We had yep. like a little. T- I remember one year we had a little tent. I was I was like a roadie for one, this band, Kenny Mailer band. Shout out to shout out to him. He's still uh, performing at co- college parties, like a little country rock music. Yeah, me. Yeah, he, he, he's still getting his me. money though. Good for him. So yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. It's just that's crazy. That's my vibe like, right there. Yeah, your yeah, but um, a lot of acoustics. That's that's what made me like, oh, this shit ain't that bad. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, and it's just they those bars definitely come together and they work together. And I think I think you're onto something. I never, I never thought about it, but if Waterbury just did that around that little, you know, that little what mile radius, yeah. Just, <laughs> and you know, it, it's it, it's not hard. I don't think. I think what it takes is just unity. It takes support. It takes outreach. And that that's one thing with me. I I feel like I'm the I'm the connector. Okay. You know, because a lot of times there there's people over here doing great things, and there's people on this side doing great things, but they won't talk to each other. You mm-hmm. know, and I've always been that type, even with club owners and or or different community organizations. There's uh, one community organization that does great things on a sports level, you know, but they're not tapping into the financial literacy. And I know somebody that does amazing thing with financial literacy. I'm like, hey, why don't you put this together? Or like my dude that does uh, Vic Gonzalez, respecting him, he does the T uh, three, the ties ties that ties showing young men how to tie oh, ties. Oh, shout out to Vic, like shout that. out to Vic. Yeah, yeah you got absolutely. a twin, right? The twins. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout, absolutely. Shout out to them. So even with him, I'm like, hey, dude, go to some sports games and you know, yeah. let's try and get yeah. with the with the teams. You know how the, the the sports team trying to make the kids dress up. So my my basketball coach, uh, Coach Tag, Tag okay. Kennedy. Yeah. We all away every away game we had to wear a tie. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, it's it's plugging them with each other. You know, yeah. because the, this this is a great person who's doing great work in the community the schools here per se they're doing they're doing what they're doing how can you put it together you know what i mean connect it all so i think that's just just that's just what's needed on a high hmm. level though on a high level like yeah, yeah, yeah. right a right high level right huh we need like an app that just connects everything into the city 
Technology. There you go. There you go. That big goose egg, that big donut, <laughs> that big zero. Man. Yeah. What is is that your number one? What's your number one priority? What's your number one agenda? What do you what do you what's what's the first thing you if you get elected, what's the first thing you want to work on? The first thing that I will work on if elected is the entrepreneur and small business startup. That is I to me it 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 fills so many voids. So not only does it reinvest into the people and the residents of the city, but it also gives it makes way for uh some of those vacant buildings downtown yeah, to get yeah. occupied. You know what I mean? And and this is this is what I think and, and uh is needed the most right now. It's you the- know, it's needed the most because one, we have a few bigger businesses that came in here, like King Industries. You know, Mayor likes to tote this. Respect to him. I always say respect to him because that's just me. But anyway, it's King Industries. They they employ about 60 jobs. The, the new fish farm that's up by Crosby, that employs about six employees. You know, these are million-dollar projects, multi-million dollar projects that came to the city. And I look at my project, I'm just like, okay, I take a million dollars, just one million. We give 25000 to 40 businesses. 40 businesses open. If they hire at least just only five employees, that's yeah. 200 jobs. Yeah. That's 200 jobs for a million dollars. We we gave 10 million and 20 and 30 million, and we don't even got 70 jobs from them two combined. Yeah. And, you wow. know, we get 200 with a million. So it's just being strategic, you know, and, and transparent and spending our money right, competitive bidding, all these things come into place, man. You know, really. Yeah, because we, we talked a little bit before uh, we hit record about just, like, me getting my shit together and doing all this, but it all costs money. And, like, if, and sometimes you can't do everything by yourself. I'm looking at stuff, and I'm like, man, I could do this, I could do that, I could do that, but I'm, I might need some help. I can't afford to pay nobody. So let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. Uh, this is kind of like a question I was going to ask. Have you ever heard of the Connecticut Office of the Arts? No. So the Connecticut Office of the Arts, uh, they, they, it's a great state-ran uh, sector. And what they do, they provide resource opportunity access and funding hmm. and funding to creatives, to creatives all around the state of Connecticut. And it bro- it's broken up into different councils like the New Haven Arts Council, Hartford Council. Waterbury has the Waterbury Arts Collaborative, New England, I mean, New London Council and uh, it's one of the leaders at the head is a black queen, uh, Adrian of uh, Vargas. She's doing great things, like she's doing amazing things. And what 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 it is is that so there's funding that the state allows for creatives. If you're if you like taking pictures, if you're an artist that uh, that records music, you got a podcast, right? Yep. And you need funding. Like they they have funding just so that if you want to make a music video, there's the funding there yeah. to do it. But nobody knows about these no, things. I never this program it. existed for for a few years now, you know. But nobody knows, and it, it it's funny that you haven't heard of it because now I'm gonna plug you. Yeah. And now I'm gonna yeah. plug you because I want you to get this this resource and the, 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 this access to the funding because it's there. You know, and I think that's that's a big thing. And, and and I heard it in meetings, being in the meetings with other officials. They're like, "Well, this opportunity's there, just nobody uses it." And my first question is, <laughs> "Well, who knows them? about it? Yeah. Who knows yeah. about it?" You know, that's one of the biggest things I've been getting when you know talking with other officials is is just that. Well, this is here. We have this in place already. Well, who knows about it? Where's the outreach? Outreach, outreach, outreach is so so important, and there there's none of it. You know, but. 
That's that's scary. wow. Yeah, because like I got I got a plan. I haven't talked to them yet about this. I got a whole plan I'm putting together. I got a whole spreadsheet and shit that I've slowly been putting together. Because you know I I I'm guilty of procrastination. Right. I'm getting a little comfortable. Before it took a while to start this podcast. I knew I wanted to start it. It took a year to start it. Wow. Yeah. I asked them to be my co-host 10 months before we actually started recording. And granted, I was building a house. I was in the middle. I moved back home with my parents. I yeah. was like in the middle of a bunch of shit. So, you know, life, I still, I'm still a dad. Like life Absolutely. shit, I'm still volunteering, doing all that. Life shit happens. Everything, nothing happens overnight. But, I, you know, you get comfortable and you, you're afraid to take those risks. So we finally started this podcast. And again, a little bit of procrastination, a little bit of, not having the money, and now I'm just like, yo, I'm gonna get the money. I'm gonna get it by any fucking means. I'm gonna get the money, and I'm gonna invest into my shit because I'm 32 years old now, and if not now, when? Definitely. Absolutely. So, I got something coming. You'll, we'll see. We'll talk about all of that later. But uh, it's just like, yeah, it's time to get on my shit. Um. So Absolutely. yeah, I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look into that and see what. Yeah, see I'm, if gonna there's anything. Some, I'm gonna send you some but links I, and stuff too. I, I definitely got a plan come going right now. But again, it's if I need help, I'm gonna need interns as, as opposed to being able to pay someone. But even if I could pay someone, it ain't gonna be a lot. Yeah, it ain't gonna be a lot. <laughs> but even if I have a, a, you know, some type of funding so I could at least just pay Absolutely. people, and not even take it from myself. Because I'm a creative. I want to create shit. I got all these fucking ideas. You see this fucking basement. All right, bro, I'm going to do something there. I'm going to do something there. I'm going to do something here. I'm going to, shit, I could do something in that corner over there. Like, I'm going to, I want to try to make this into, I got a whole plan. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. it's just, it's just put it, taking those ideas and put them in, making them a reality. He's way more creative than we are. <laughs> We're both, me and Bianca both super logical. Just here. I, I do right. it. No, super logical. Bro, I do, oh, okay, okay. Creative I shit I can do. I do this yeah, shit yeah, yeah. for a living. I do this shit every day. And then every day I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, I could do this for me. What am I doing? It's the only difference is I don't have the tools. Right. It's the only difference. Yeah. I don't own the tools to do the stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I'm at. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm a definitely. Yeah, we'll I think we'll I think I think you know one thing is uh one of the questions I was gonna ask is have you guys ever thought about moving your podcast to visual? You see that camera over there? <laughs> I, this is this is they the both per, like this it. is the procrastination <laughs> on my part, but also money because. I can't just have one. I need to have two. I need to have cut. I need to try to... So I did research. There's a, there's a program where I could take all the camera feeds, take the audio from the podcast, throw them in, and I could edit that shit. I, I could do that shit with my eyes closed. It's, again, yeah. the funding, but I'm, I'm going to get the money. Yeah, okay. And that, that's where I'm at now, and I'm going to fucking make this yeah. shit happen because if not now, then when? Yeah, absolutely, man. And it's not just going to be this. There's going to be multiple shits I'm working on. I, I'm willing to bet that you guys would see an hundred percent a crazy surge. Hundred well, yeah, percent, crazy put, surge. Yeah, just, just because how how used YouTube is. Yeah, absolutely. Putting something putting something on there, even even yeah. even just that'll Hun- yeah. And you could just be sitting here talking just regular, you know, and it, people just want to see it. Yeah, you know, it's almost like we need to see it. Like we hear it. Yeah, but we need to see it. Hundred hundred percent. So it, it's coming. It's coming. I hear that. I'm be back when it's coming. When well, it we, comes, we, we got our before that we got our hundredth episode coming, so you're invited back for that. Yep, um, I had that that's amazing. we got. I got a little plan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send some shit out. I'm a yeah, but yeah, we'll be back for that, man. It's, I can't Dope. believe it's, it's already been that long. It's yeah, no, it's, it's already been that long. It's crazy. I think when was the first episode I listened to? It oh, might have yo, been like number two, bruh, or three. It might have been. You know what's 
Last week we did a whole fucking episode and we it was our two year anniversary. Nobody and, and didn't we didn't it. even realize it. I, that's a I, good thing. And, You're working. Yeah, until I put that sh- like I was editing it, putting it. I didn't even listen to that. Last week was the, like I wrote down like three things with Eric, but it was just we recorded it Monday night. Yep. And I just like Yo, I, I got to put this shit. Out. I don't have time to fucking listen to this shit right now. <laughs> I'm gonna. I wrote down a few timestamps. I'm like I'm gonna cut this part out and and we're good. Just like literally like just pause breaks. I was searching. We were searching yeah. shit. Um, most of the shit we do not edit. Like if I edit, it's because it's because of a long pause because we're searching shit. But everything else you get is us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two year anniversary. Yo. It's our two year anniversary last wow. October twentieth. Yep. Was our two year anniversary. That's amazing. Bro. Yeah. That's yeah. Amazing. And it's like you see podcasts start and you see them stop. And it, one of my things of getting into this was I'm I'm gonna keep going no matter how hard it is. I'm gonna get these reps in. That way, mm-hmm. when that next step comes, I'm prepared. At least comfortable on the microphone. Right. Absolutely. Comfortable talking right. here. And that's and I feel like I've gotten a lot better from episode one. Hey, you guys I don't are know great, about you. You're, you've you've always been better speaking than I have. I, I'm I'm Connecticut School of Broadcasting like edu- educated. Just, just, just a conversation. I, I didn't go to college. You know, um, because Me I knew either. I wanted to do this shit since I was twelve, since I had my TV show on channel thirteen. I knew I wanted to do this shit, but it's just I never got the reps in, and I'm getting them reps in. Absolutely, so. that's where it starts. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, you know and, I mean? and 97. You're doing great though. You guys 97 are, episodes later. You guys are doing great, man. Appreciate I can't it. even. I, I can't even it, front, man. man. I really listen, especially when I'm on the road. I'm like, you know, I'm on the road a lot, and I'm yeah. listening to every episode. Like, yo, these dudes, man. I'm <laughs> laughing with you guys. Everything, man. It's crazy. It's it's, it's, it's dope. It's, it's really dope, especially because I'm not even honestly. I don't think. As far as Waterbury natives, I don't think nobody else really has a podcast I really know about. One that's consistent, I don't think so. Uh, yeah. you know, well, I, uh, that, that's all I kind of measure. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I only yeah, can measure yeah. consistency. Yeah, because yeah, we, we got on our boys uh, T. White and um, EJ before about they started, or T. White was talking about starting it with Lance, and we talked, we like, yo, do it, bro, do it. And they were like, all right, we're going to revamp, and then they never revamped. And oh, yeah, they, they if you're listening, like, I'm not trying to shit on y'all, but, no, yo, they, get they, back to it. Come yeah, on. Yeah, we'll got, help y'all, man. We'll help you. We talked about dope. businesses promoting and cross. Yo, we could do episodes of other people's shit. We could come on as a guest. We could do stuff. We haven't done any of that shit. The only other person is uh, Frankie Rivera. Shout out to him. He's yep. got his new podcast, okay. House of Hughes. Hughes. Yep. It's dope. Um, He had What About Your Friends before that. But yep. other than that, they ain't really... No, no consistency. Everybody else has just been the homies that came up there, came up here. Yeah, everybody been the homies. <laughs> yeah. Everybody been the homies, and I, you know, I love y'all. But if, you, if this is if not not everybody that's came up here, this is what they want to do. So right. I'm not no, that. But yeah, if it is different. what you want to do, Let's start doing great. Learn things. from me, bro. Just fucking do it. Absolutely. Just do it, and next thing you know, you'll be on episode ninety-seven, and you'll be like, "Yo, what's next?" Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at. That's crazy. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven, bro. It's 52 weeks in a year. 90, <laughs> 97. 97 yeah. out of, you talk about 52 weeks, 97 out of... 104. 104, 105, because I guess this is technically the following week. Yeah. So what's that? Eight? Yeah, mistake. And we did a marathon. We had a we had No, a we marathon. caught out. We, we had a marathon where we did five episodes in a week. Because there, there, wow. there was a couple weeks. We, I was, we was, but, yeah, yeah, but... uh. Not happening. Yeah, yeah, but... 97 episodes in 104 weeks, man. And it's just the consistency that I told myself. There's days I don't want to do this shit. And it's, it's not even the talking part. It's the everything so, that comes after. Setting everything the, up. The, yeah. the production part, editing and doing all this shit and listening back and just making sure shit sounds straight and just figuring out what sounds good and what. Because audio is my weak point. 
as far as just making audio sound right. I'm more of the visual person at, mm. um, for what I do for a living. So it's like trying to learn about little shit and tweaking things a little bit. But yeah, man, it's it's been a ride for sure, yo. And I appreciate Eric and Bianca uh, being here for all of this. Um, even though she's not here right now, but uh, I, know, right? I love Sorry, her. Man. And, she, uh, I wish she was. She, she, she it's, got a, a, it's okay. She though. got a husband and shit. Yeah, so, newlywed. Newly right? Yeah, she yeah, a newlywed. Oh, we gotta talk about this shit when she get back here. <laughs> talk about absolutely. Gonna, God damn Let it. me know if you need a call in. Congratulations to Bianca though. That that's amazing though. You know, Should we call uh, her. We need more love. She's out. I just I just saw I just saw her story. She's out. <laughs> Where's she at? I don't know. She not home. You think she'll answer? No. She'll even, call her. she'll even answer her phone when she's home, oh. nigga. <laughs> I'ma call her because she wanted she really wanted to be here for this. Oh really? She really did. And it just happened that this was when she got married. Yeah. And we tried to that's why we put it off so long, because I was trying to wait for her to give me a, res, a, res, a response of of a yes or no. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like, oh, I'll let you know, I'll let you know. So let me let me call her. Yo, fuck it. Mm. Let's call her. Let's see if she answers. <laughs> He's like, nah, not happening. It's not, it's not happening. I'll be <laughs> shocked if she answers the goddamn phone. Your call has been forwarded. <laughs> <laughs> Should have bet you. She might be on Do Not Disturb. We'll call one more time. We'll that nigga always time. on Do Not Disturb. You don't know that? Your call has been forwarded to an automatic message. I tried. It's all good. Next time. She'll be here for the 100th episode, I think. I should have I bet you, Goofy. I should have won some money, nigga. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. All right what else? Tyler, you're a Waterbury native. This is a very important question. Absolutely. What's your favorite pizza spot in the city? <laughs> we need to know. I, don't need, we gonna, we, I need to know how long this podcast is going to last. You say the wrong thing, I'm getting up and leaving. There's only one pizza spot that I really, really enjoy, and that's Dominic. There we go. There we go. We can, we can still record. You know what's so funny? My campaign manager, he called me tripping the other day. It was like 7.30 in the morning. You know, I mean, I, I just got out of work. He calls me in the morning. He's like, hey, what's going on with your page? Like, why can't people show this amount of support for everything else? Because what happened was I put up a post of Pia, and I'm like, yo, this is the best pizza in the whole New England. And, you know, it got like 700 shares and stuff like that. And he's like, why isn't everybody sharing all this other stuff? But Pia, Dominic and Pia's is the best pizza. I don't, the, the, you know, there's people online. You go online right now on my page and they're talking about New Haven, modern pizza, and all this yep. other nonsense. Yep. Dominic and Pia's That's is right. the best pizza. And I guarantee you, none of those other, other pizza spots are being cash only. Oh no, definitely not. So yeah, boy, I went, I went to Diamond Pizza the other day. I had to run to ATM, boy. I was sick. I thought I thought I, I thought I had at least like a ten in my pocket. Yeah, I went in. I'm gonna give me a slice. You know, you know drink. how hard it is to maintain a business right now. Just, just cash. cash only. Yeah, they, they got this, bro. That's how you. They that's how you keep it. the prices down. I fight too. somebody for Pia. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yo, I might lose a race because I fight somebody <laughs> for Pia. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm holding Pia down to it to the end, man. Be mayor or fight for Pia? Yeah, I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna fight. Put these gloves on. I'm fighting for Pia, man. That's my girl. That was that was an important question. I'm glad you asked. She, she has a, she has a strong family connection. I think with a lot of us, you know, she she watched a lot of us grow up, you know, and and, and she thankful enough she still remembers a lot of us like from when we were young really? to growing yeah, up. Yeah, especially all the running around kids used to do in town, especially yeah, back in the absolutely, day. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, it, it, it's amazing, man, to see her still there and you know, they own that whole building. They own that whole building. They just got this one little piece here just making Oh, it where the, uh, cause really? the, the old, it used to be Walgreens that was in the front. 
it's a pharmacy now. Absolutely. Really? So they own that part a, of the Then there's a nail salon and all on top of it. Oh, yeah. No, 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 yep. Everybody, nice. somebody that live on top. Yeah, which I think we need to try and get rid of that. Or I know you had mentioned something, or it might have been Eric, about Stanford and the big business, the big buildings and stuff down there. Mm-hmm. Waterbury has an ordinance. I forget the number on it, but Waterbury has an ordinance that doesn't allow over, I want to say it's 12 floors high. Makes sense. So if we wonder why there's never been no skyscrapers in downtown, there's, 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 rules <laughs> blocking. Why is that? I don't know. It's man. just one of those the, laws that's been in place forever and no one changes it, probably. Yeah. Why? They, the thing about it, the courtyards, I think it's only like 11, 10 or 11 floors. Mm-hmm. The rolling building, which they built in the, within the last 15 years, I think it's only six or seven. And then all the towers, the, uh, the save, what is it? The Savings Tower. Yeah, Savings Tower, Grace Tower, all that. There's all like yeah, 10 or 11. Place. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. So it, there's an ordinance in place that 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 doesn't allow them to to build up, and I, you know I'm not gonna lie to you, mayor or not, we need to look at that. We need to look at that. Yeah, I did not know that was a rule. That's interesting. And we, and it's funny because I one thing I always said is why isn't there any, you know, with Waterbury being one of the top five, uh, you know, in the top five of population, population biggest yep. cities yep. of of the state of Connecticut, it's like. You know, you got Hartford, Bridgeport, Stanford. You got these big places, big, tall buildings. And it's like, how don't Waterbury have any of this? Yeah. And then I had to really, like, look and find. Like I said, I can't quote you the the, the number or, what, or when it exactly it went into place. Mm-hmm. and um, But we have something in place that doesn't allow us to build that high. So That's we would smart. never have big insurance companies, big corporation right. banks coming into Waterbury to provide those and type of opportunities because we have stuff blocking it. <laughs> it's, it's something that could be changed with a simple vote. Too. Absolutely. Arderman, do your job, Arderman. You know what's crazy? And I'm, I'm glad you said that. And it just sparked my mind real quick because, um, and I don't know if it's one of your questions, but uh, a lot of people come to me and, and, you know, they ask like, well, what the mayor... The mayor should do this, and the mayor needs to do that. And if you're elected, you need to do, do this, and you need to do that. And I tell people all the time, you're absolutely right, and I want to do all of that. But one thing is for sure, the aldermen make a lot of rules. And they don't, they're not using their power the right way. Yeah. The aldermen right now, honestly, they're just like a rubber stamp. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I'm, I, I gotta keep it 100. Yeah. I'm hearing the goddamn fools. We're gonna make it yeah, real. Yeah. So they they're just like a rubber stamp. And you know, with with, with respect to them, because some of them do real great things, like Michael Salvio, George Nugent. They, these are people. Jetler Kula. I don't know. Hmm. I, I went to school with him. They're, these are people that are doing great things within the city and their aldermen. But they have the opportunity to introduce ordinances. Right. You know, they don't even follow Robert's rule of order. Like, they, these are things that, and you know, uh, I was meeting with uh, John Murray one time from Word to Be Observer, and he told me, and he was like, you know, I kind of, he's like, I think there should be a, a system when you get elected for Ardman, you should have to go through training to learn Robert's Rule of Order and how you could, uh, you know, propose new bills. Put, it, yeah, motion, you, second, and all that. Exactly. Taking minutes and, to the meeting and all that, yeah, You yeah. know, and it's more like what they do is they sit there and they watch it for about three months to learn it. Then they figure it out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, but no one is still putting forth new ordinance. Like every meeting, if you think about where Waterbury is and where we need to go, every new meeting, one, two or three, four, or all the ordinance should be putting in new ordinances for such and such things or such and such to, to increase this area or to, you know, yeah. do stuff over here to fix this issue. Mm-hmm. You know, instead they, they, the public is speaking while well, public speaking is there. Residents come in, speak their piece and nobody listens to them. <laughs> so what are me. they doing at these meetings? They're a rubber stamp, bro. 
It's, it's just I'm I'm there there's some who've been real critical and you know me I don't have party affiliation um I'm an unaffiliated voter so out of that 52 at 55,000 registered voters in Connecticut I mean Waterbury 20 approximately 20,000 are unaffiliated mm. with no party right yep. so I'm one of them 20 right and uh what I think what happens is is just that the the because it's democratic controlled, yeah. the Republicans tend to be the ones asking the questions. You mm. know, like mm. they, they, you know, every once in a while you get a Democratic alderman or per se that uh, that ask a few questions, but the Republicans are the ones that are really asking some of the the questions. Like, hey, well, why is this like this or why is it like this? I remember not too long ago. They were talking about replacing elevators in two of the schools, and uh, Alderman Sherman, he he was like, "Well, have we went out and looked at the school? Have we went out and looked at the elevator?" And they like, "Nah, you know." <laughs> Finance directors like, "Well, it's just based off of, off of you know studies and stuff like that." And he's like, "Well, are we gonna look at it? Like, you you get what I'm Do saying? Some legwork. We yeah. have to. And, and it's honestly, I've, and he, we really just have to understand that." It takes for somebody to really care. And what I think is that it's the comfortability. It's the comfortability through all the departments within the city is yep. that everyone is comfortable. Yep. Five million gallons of sewage spilled into the Naugatuck River and everybody's just like, wasn't me. Point it wasn't fingers. me. Like Shaggy, it wasn't me. Yeah. Like everybody. Everybody like passing every, the buck. Like everybody's just pointing. And like, who has control here? Who spilled the sewage in the river? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> You know, <laughs> five million. We talking five million gallons Yo, that's of nuts. sewage. <laughs> that's nuts. Of I'm sorry. I hope you don't laugh at it, but it's just it, it's horrible. I'm laughing to stop from crying. Is like no, and like I said, man. Everyone just it, you just point the fingers, and at some point in time, some point in time, and that's really why you know, not really why I'm running, but that's a strong reason why I'm running is yeah. to for accountability. I tell yeah. I tell my team all the time, hold me accountable. Yeah. Anything that they do, you could put on me. I don't care. And that that's that's what type of leader Waterbury needs. You know, they need someone that that is willing to take that, whether it's good or bad or yeah. however yeah. it comes. You know, and that's that's where we gotta go. We gotta get there. Speaking of accountability, so. accountability. Uh, you had some beef with the Republican American, the newspaper, oh, a little while ago. They uh, claimed you were unpaid on your taxes. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, was it a car tax? Yeah, so it was car taxes. And what it, it's funny because when I told my team, I was like, he's not, I'm not going to allow him to tell my story. So what happened with that is in 2000, December 2018, right, um, I had got a letter about it. And I'm like, I don't remember this. I handed my plates in and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I had called down there, and I talked to a lady. I don't even remember her name. I talked to a lady at the office, and she was like, well, you need to fax us over such and such records from DMV. I went to DMV, waited in the 12-hour long line in DMV, got what I needed from DMV, faxed it to her. Yep. And, you know, I called her, hey, did you receive this? Yes, we received it. Everything should be good. I just left it alone, you know, but me, okay, I'm running for office. I know how critical people are. Yeah, I know, yeah, and yeah. I know, you know, I know people been trying to, to find whatever yeah, dirt little, they can on me. Yeah. Like there's been a lot of oh, things yeah, going yeah. on behind the scenes where I, I, you know, it comes back to me that people are trying to figure out deep things about me. And so that came up and I'm like, well, you know what? I, I, I told my team, I was like, well, let me make sure that 
everything is good. So I started going through all the processes. I went through state courts, federal courts, everything, just to see if anything was there. And then I noticed this, and I'm like, fuck. So what I did is I went and I paid it. Yeah. I went and I paid it. And, you know, this dude put out an article, ironically. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Ironically, Mm -hmm. like two or three days later. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, wait, I just... it's, this is paid, you know, and it unfortunately, the way that our Republican American is set up is not set up uh, as an independent media source. You know, they're kind of just follow the status quo. Yeah. And you one thing that's sad, and I got to say this because I say it all the time, is that the way they label people, right? It's no good, bro. Because there's people that they put in the paper and it's like suspected gang member. And I'm like, dude, I knew this dude since he was five years old. He's not a gang member. He is someone who who's raised in a certain type of neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And he does certain things and he, he's about whatever he's about, but he's not a gang member. And then it's like, well, what gang is he suspected to be with? You know, and, and it, it, it's funny because we face the challenge now, you know, as, as running for office, I'm hearing people and, and residents coming to me, well, how are we going to get rid of all these gangs? And I said, well, you got to figure, Waterbury has 108,000 people. There's literally no more than 175, quote unquote, gang members. Yeah. You know, so what are we going to do? How, how, how do we get rid of 175 compared to 108? It's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and they, they use gang affiliation too much. just too much because I'm sure I grew up off of Willow Street. I sure I know a gang member. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that doesn't you do. mean you're affiliated. That doesn't mean you're in the gang. Doesn't mean you're doing all the stuff. Like it's we're a product of our environment where we know who we know, who we grow up around. <laughs> those are those are the homies. Those are the people we grew up with. You know, if we see them out, we talk to them, we kick it. How, how's your fam? How's everybody been? And that makes you it, gang affiliated. Absolutely. And what, what, what's crazy, ironically, what it is, it, it, and a lot of times you think, like, could this even happen in Waterbury? But it's propaganda from big media. You know, yeah, and yeah. It, it really is. It, it, it's You look at things like Fox News, CNN, and you look at, okay, there's a bunch of real stuff going on in the world. Why are they only talking about these things right yeah. here? You know, and it, it goes back to the same thing, and it happens on a local level. Yeah. And people, you know, a lot of times don't understand that. That is happening right here. Yeah. It's happening right here. That's why everybody's like, hey, we need to get rid of the gang members. I'm like, hey, there's only 175, <laughs> if that. <laughs> if that. Yeah. You know, we have 108,000 people. Let's focus on, you know, the the residents that that need it, you know, it's it's just yeah. sad. And then the militarization of our police force, well, oh, yeah. you know, that was that was it was a brutal one, man. I had a uh, I had a girl, a uh, young lady at the uh, event I was at last night. You know, she asked me. She said, "What what could you do about the tanks, the big police tanks on the street? I'm scared of them." Mm. And I'm like, "How are, often are those out and about?" Usually when they do raids. Okay. Usually when they do raids. How but, often do they do raids? Do you know? Uh, twice a year. I don't use it twice, three, twice or three times a year. But okay. the thing about it is, every raid is low-level to mid-level yeah. drug dealing. And they're treating it as El Chabos there. Ab- oh, yeah, that, definitely. You know, and the, the thing about it is that, innocent, and that came way. from... If he's listening. You know... <laughs> that's a fact. I, I want no that's beef a, with El Chapo a, or Russia fact. or China. That's a fact. <laughs> Me that's neither. A, that's a fact. Magnet for mayor. Don't want no problems. But it's not so... 
and and that comes from th- those vehicles came from, if I'm not mistaken, the 1033 program, which from the government allowed uh, us to get those military vehicles once they're done out of service. Called surplus. And yeah, absolutely. So and it allowed it to go to local municipalities. Yeah. You know, I I won't say what I really think they're there for, and you know, well, I will say it. I'm not even even gonna lie to you, but I think that it, it, one, it, it, it's intimidation. Definitely, you know. But for the long haul, you know, if if for whatever reason, you know, especially what's going on in the White House, we don't know what this guy's thinking. But if if martial law was ever to come into place, Mm -hmm. look what we got. Mm -hmm. Look what we got. Because I mean, what what are you what are they trying to protect themselves from with that tank? It's just strictly intimidation. It, it, it's like, it's all intimidation, and it's almost like, proven. You, if I'm not mistaken, I wish Bianca was here because she probably can help me with this. Because I think that, and because I have a, ther- uh, a psychologist and therapist workers on on my campaign team, and they talk about this all the time. And what it is is that the more you, I guess, try and scare people from doing crime, the more the crime is going to be committed. And I forget exactly what it is, but it's like, okay, you're trying to intimidate them by putting big tanks in there. Now they're fearing for their life. And now they're fearing that, okay, you know, we have no control. Mm -hmm. So we need, we got to do whatever to get up out of here. It's not like we could work with you. It's not like we could work. And you know, and that's the thing. They try and build a community and a police relationship and with respect to our police department, they do what they can, but they don't need those things no. to, to nah. operate, bro. Absolutely. But, but they want them because they, they treat them like toys. Well, I think they need to be yeah. there in case we have a great flood again, like uh, 55. Or, yeah. we, you know, we have hurricanes. That's where, those, that's where these vehicles should be used for. And they're, they're donated. to the, they're, not, they're not using yep. budget on that? No. no. So I, I ain't going to lie, though. You give me a tank, yo. I might want it. Like I said, <laughs> if I could park that shit in my yeah. driveway, well, they I might whip that shit around real quick. But it's all part of the, uh, it's all part of the beast, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you right. got the military. Once they decide to mobilize and go somewhere, they build all this shit out. All the government contracts go all to different contractors they use. But once it's out of service, they don't want they they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna take right. it apart for parts unless right. they need it for something else. Yeah, no. They're gonna donate it to some to to the police. And like you talk about mil- militarizing the police forces locally, it's something that they've been big on. So. It goes there, and they just got some new toys to play with, so they can feel important. It's, it's yeah. sad, man. And, and I seen that thing. I was not to cut you off, no, bro. No. I seen that thing, and I was like, "Why?" Yeah. yeah, that was my first thing I said. I said, "Why?" We're in Waterbury, like, you know. It, and with respect, you know, there there's high crimes, but the crimes they're not that they're, they're serious crimes. Some, some of them, but the the majority of our crimes are all. Mid-level to to, to, to to petty crimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not... You're going to you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna a ton of violent offenses no. here in town. No. And, I wish I had the numbers in front of me. You know, you don't need the five-star GTA tank. <laughs> you know, it does need five stars. What's that? Our rating on Apple Podcasts. Please, please. That's five, right. stars. five stars right don't now. Don't be a hater. <laughs> That's right. Um, what else you got up there? Oh, I was going to... Uh, I was gonna say to wrap a bow around the Republican American shit. Yep. You said that, like they posted it a few days later, so I had went back and looked. Yep. And you paid your shit on Friday. They posted it. They posted the article Monday. My assumption is motherfucker submitted it on Friday, went home for the weekend, didn't even bother to check to make sure no, no, you no, were no. good. No, 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 no. Before no. and they just said, all right, we're just gonna put it out. You, you talk, know, you they talk, kinda, you talk about actual journalism. That don't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, not not only that, it's just comfortable. 
It's just comfortable. They, yeah, the, it don't dude, matter because they, nothing. They, they're not gonna get punished for it. Nothing's dude, they really write what they write. They really write what they want to write. Not for nothing. Accountability. My, my first, absolutely. My first uh, article they put in the paper. Um, you know, he called me, and, and I think the reporter was Mike Puffer. Um, he called me, and we talked about different things. My plans for the city, how I plan to get people engaged in the process. And, and stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, he's like, well, you know, I looked up, I looked up your uh, stuff and, uh, I, you know, I, we do a, 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 basically we go through the backgrounds of everybody and try and see, you know, what they've been through. And we looked you up and we found uh, an arrest. And I'm like, dude, that like, mm-hmm. look at all the mayors, <laughs> like, look at, look at all the officials and, you know, you worried, every, you worried about me. Yeah. And, and, and my thing about it is though, it, it, I, like I told him, I was like, Hey man, I was young. Mm-hmm. I got arrested for smoking a joint with a friend, and I was young. Mm-hmm. And you know what happened? When I went in there, I told the judge, you'll never see me again. He said, yeah, everyone says that all the time. I said, no, you will you never, never see, see me, me again. again. That's a fact. And I haven't been back there, bro. You know? and, yeah. and that was the thing. And we all make mistakes when we're young, but that mm-hmm. shouldn't dictate who we, who we set ourselves to be. You know, I think about it, too, being young and black, especially in the, in the game of politics. It plays a big part into how people see you. Yeah. Um, even how other black people see you. So for you, how does that play into policy? How you feel about running for office in the city that we live in, which is pretty diverse as opposed to other places. I think last I knew it was 30 plus percent were Hispanic. And then you got, I think black was something in the teens. So how does that play into you? Yeah, yeah, black's like high teens, uh, Hispanic's high 30s. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, You know, just being... Someone, I think, that understands, uh, you know, uh, what what so many of these areas have faced uh, mm-hmm. just on a neighborhood level. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the North End, the South End have faced so much despair. It's not even right. Yep. When you look at the North End, the South End, uh, you know, dri- drive the streets and look. Drive North Main, drive South Main, then drive East Main and drive West Main. Mm-hmm. And just look. You know, so for me, I think it's really just... Um, I have the knowledge. I have the experience. I've been through. I grew up on Long Hill. You know, I have. I, mm-hmm. I, I face challenges. Not for nothing. I was out of the house at fifteen, on my own, mm-hmm. working two jobs. I worked from Kmart to Home Depot and went to school, high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it 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 really is like just understanding the challenges for me as as you know being a minority is is understanding the challenges that we face day to day to try and be productive citizens in society. Yeah. No, and I think it's something that really uh, plays plays a big part in how people see us. Absolutely. I think people try to act like it doesn't, but why run from it? It's it's true. So it's good to know that, you know, having the experiences you do, coming from the places you came from, especially here in town, you'll really point to what needs to be done in those areas. Like, I grew up on the East End, so my life was totally different than folks that grew up on the other side of town. Yeah. I grew up, uh, like I said, on Plaza Ave off of Willow Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evan was in the trap. <laughs> no, for real. Plaza, Plaza Ave. Oh, yeah, I don't know how I didn't fall into the into the trap. Yeah, I don't know how I. That's, I mean, you know, good man. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, but we we moved when I was eighteen. Granted, I had a son at seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know, that could have happened anywhere. Yeah, yeah. He was lived. born when I was seventeen, so that yeah. means she was pregnant when I was sixteen. So that that was there, but I never, you know, I never really felt peer, peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did move to the East End when I was eighteen. So, but I still grew up in all of that. But just go- moving from Willow Plaza Ave Willow Street area to right by Crosby High School to the yep. East End, yep. 
I'm used to being able to just go outside and my friends are all there. We'd be bullshitting, you know, play touch football in the streets, go to the little empty parking lot they got on Plaza Ave. We used to play wiffle ball with, or shit, we used to play <laughs> with a tennis ball with a yep. metal bat yeah. trying, to, <laughs> trying to crack that shit over the house about- right there. We used to nail that house. I don't know how they, they never came out and cussed us out. Yo, shout out to them. I don't know who they are. Uh, never you seen are. them in my life. <laughs> they rather, used, they rather you are there than doing some other stuff. We used to nail their house with tennis balls, bro, playing <laughs> baseball. But, uh, but then I moved up to the East End and walk outside. I ain't seen no kids. That's right. It was that's all we, old people. That's how we like the East no End. Kids. Quiet. Keep you got other riff raff over there. Yo, we, not for, we keep it like well, we used to. Not for not nothing. so much anymore. But have either one of you lived in the South End? No. So right. I went there a lot, but I ain't, a few. It's probably about eight years ago or something like that. I had a girl that a uh, girlfriend I was with that lived in the South End, and uh, so I was over there a lot. And uh, honestly, it was Let me like guess, she was she was Puerto Rican. No. Oh. <laughs> Nah, man. Look, look at you stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she wasn't. Honestly, I haven't had a Puerto Rican girlfriend that I actually like dated. Like I've talked to, but not that I actually dated. And we could get into that. But anyways, um, so honestly, it was like the best experience. Like it's hard to so it's really hard to explain it, but it really felt like community. And I think, no. and you know, I was talking to a re, I was talking to a resident before I came here at the charity event I was mm. at, and she's like, you know, it felt like Waterbury's lost its soul. They lost its sense of community. And when I was in the South End, I'm like, yo, this this really feels like a community. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, really feels it like a community. And it doesn't feel like that in other places in the city. No, definitely. South End is like super I, I, community. I had a I had a girlfriend when I was younger, and you know, my early teens, 14 years old, whatever. I used to go over there all the time. And go see her and just like, um, shout out to Adrian. His pops had the ice cream truck. I don't know if he still does, <laughs> but uh, you had the that park right over there. They used, they used to have like, I don't know, what did they have over there? Do you, I don't know, if, do you remember what they used to have over there at that park? They used to do something at that park every year. They used to have like some type of on South Main festival. Yeah, that little park right by Home Depot over okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget That's what they used to do. Park now, ain't it? Is it okay? I think so. I think so. They used to do that. They used to have uh, what's his name at the wreck. Oh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? South End Rec. Vic, Vic. Oh, Vic at the, he still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic, Vic at the Rec. Yeah, he's all, all the yeah, right now. Is he? Nice. Yeah. Good for him, man. Absolutely. So it's just, but yeah, that sense of community. And I, I made the Spanish joke, but it was a lot, you know, a lot of Hispanic Absolutely. community. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just like, you know, you had the Spanish music blasting and just, it was an, Bro, it's it was amazing. definitely an experience. And it was, it's amazing. It was and you, fun. Yeah. You know, believe it or not, you know, you you don't have to worry about nothing. No, Yo, you no. know what's funny? I seen the, the mayor, yeah, like respect, like it, what what happened was, right, so the, the this is a little off topic. But the teachers, the, he was in debate with the teachers about moving because they're building a new Window Cross school, right? Yep. So they moved yeah. the kids from Window Cross in that area of town down to Brooklyn. So you could imagine the parents are like, "Oh yeah, the shock." No. Are they at Duggan or they at? They're at uh, what is that? Uh, the swing space right there. It's not Duggan. Is it it's... one of the old Catholic schools? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, absolutely. I used, I used to work in the before I um, got into my field. For about three, four years, I worked in the school system. Okay. So I would, I was a, 
I was a laborer. I used to deliver like supplies to the schools oh, okay. and stuff like that. So yeah, I, yeah, I've been to like all those schools back then. But yeah. yeah, so so what happened was, you know, they they were in the board of education meeting, and you know, he's just telling them like, you know, your kids are gonna be safe here. You know, we have to go here for a year or two. They yeah. just broke ground on the school last week, fifty two million dollars. <sighs> Anyways, but <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we <laughs> <laughs> Eric's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so he was telling parents, you know, your 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 children are gonna be safe and they're like you know we're not so sure about it so he brought out the stats and the stats were that there's more crime up by Wendell Cross than there is in the Brooklyn area <laughs> and when, when you look at the scope of things and it's really it's the community feel you know there's something I have in place as you know as mayor um, that I look to put in place and it's called neighborhood love districts and what it mm-hmm. does is does it will provide funding to neighborhood associations because most of the times they get very minimal support from the city mm-hmm. but the neighborhood uh, associations are what's needed to to bring about resurgence between these communities and, mm-hmm. and uplift each community and find you know if this community is good in art and music how could we exemplify that if this community is good in sports how can we make sure their park has a school yeah. you think about this bro yeah. there's not one park outside of what municipal and the and the high schools, but there's in the Hamilton, Fulton Park, um, Lakewood Park, Cole Park. None of those parks have scoreboards. No, 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 no definitely no, not. No. Definitely. They don't have scoreboards. No. Bro, you go to Naugatuck, they have a whole dugout. They have scoreboards, they, mm-hmm. and this is just a park. Listen, I live in Southington. My kids play baseball here. Scoreboards across across the board, across the board. <laughs> yeah. Scoreboards. Yeah. South Rec Park. Western Little League Park, they scoreboards. Matter mm-hmm. them. Sometimes they don't have people to operate the scoreboards. But but, but that's another they thing. Got the we scoreboards. Can get absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it's it's just man, that's why I, I just I, I pray, man, and I'm I know I'm gonna work win or lose of this election, I'm gonna work with that administration. If it's not my administration, I'm gonna work with that administration because this needs to be the next four. These next four years need to be be the best that Waterbury has mm-hmm. ever happened. Cause bro, we're 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 hurting, man. You told us what you would do if you win. If you lose, you just spoke a little what, bit about what do you. What do you have planned? So do you have a plan? Yeah, absolutely. Or do you just you focus on the winning right now? I'm, well, you know it, it's close to election, so that's the only next thing. week. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, all, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the only yeah, thing that's on my mind. Week. It's the only thing that's on my mind. But yes, I do have a plan, and it really is to keep going. You know, I'm still going to do all my different community events and, and working with different community organizations and organizers to put different community things together. Um, working with different businesses and, and, you know, trying to get the outreach out there to how we could bridge the gap between, you know, government and citizen, per se. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a little, there's a little, how could I say this without giving it away? In two years, right, so... Basically, I put it to you like this. In two years, if this doesn't go as well, in two years, they'll be running for Alderman Board of Education again. Yeah. We're running somebody in every single seat nice. in every mm. district. Nice. Mm-hmm. You got a whole team ready to go? We're, and I'm still nice. recruiting. That's I'm still, what I I'm see, still recruiting. I'm still recruiting. So if you're hearing this and you're listening and you feel like you want to be involved in politics and remember, like I said, you don't have to be a politician because I'm not a politician. I'm oh, a humanitarian. I my time is trash. <laughs> you would you would be like amazing, bro. Well, you know, I thought about I was a politician major when I went to school. I, I worked That's on a few campaigns, you know, 
standing outside handing out handing out stickers and, and cards and, and shirts. Right. If and you were in the ottoman meeting and they're just talking this gibberish, she'd be like, "What do you mean? Listen, <laughs> <laughs> like, explain this to Here, me a little bit better." As much as you shit on me for some of my opinions, I feel like you could be. And this is real shit. Like, I feel like you could bring a voice to that. If you're, if you're inter, obviously, if you're not interested in, like, it's not for everybody. But if Listen, that's man. something, I think you'd be good Listen, at I'm it, a, man. I've always been better, uh, better suited, I think, to be behind the scenes. I don't like, I don't like the cameras, the attention, that shit. I mean, I can speak in front of a crowd. That's never been a problem. Right, right, but right. as far as what you have to do to be a public what you, figure. What you have to go through. What you have to go. But, you know, that, not for nothing, bro. You stand on your truths, bro. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like, dude, these dudes can't hurt you. You know what I mean? They could talk. They could write articles. They could do whatever they want, but they can't hurt you. One thing they can't take from you is the relationship you have with the people. Yeah. That's one thing about me. And, you know, like this dude didn't understand. He thought writing these type of articles was going to hurt me because he's looking at his narrative. He's not looking at people are going to be like, nah, you guys are full of it. Like, we know him. You know what I mean? We understand. We understand just like everybody else. But, you know. It, but I think you would be good, bro. And and I'm not gonna lie to you because right. So the the, the last article that they they had kind of put out about the election was the fact that Neil uh, O'Leary raised approximately two hundred thousand dollars. Right, he raised about two hundred thousand dollars for re-election. And me here, I am me myself. I'm yeah. like I don't. I elected not to raise more, not to raise or spend more than a thousand dollars. Okay, because. As being a newcomer, political newcomer, I didn't want to come to you and say, yo, Eric, I need $50 because I'm running for mayor. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to let people know that your voice is what's important. You know what I mean? Like being involved in the process and and, and using your voice and going out to vote is what's important. And that's free. That doesn't cost anything. So, I, you know, being a newcomer, I didn't want to come to that. But like I said, in two years, I'm telling you right now. I, I, so many people done came to me. Uh, I had campaign managers that worked presidential campaigns that came to me like, hey, we seen what's going on. That's dope. What's, what's, That's how it what's up? Yeah. What's That's how it up? Starts, yeah. And I yep. told them we're raising 500 million. I mean, 500,000 next time. I was like, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> 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 no, 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 we're we're going to double up O'Leary's numbers in, in two years. I promise that. And that's the thing. Sometimes look from the outside looking in, we talked about earlier about support for your people and stuff like that. Sometimes you do just need to see the consistency, which is why I'm big on putting out an episode every week if we when we can because sometimes people need to see that consistency to support which I completely understand so by you if you I hope you win man I'm rooting for you dog Absolutely. Big time. Definitely. Definitely. but if you lose and you're still involved and still in it you're going to have more support in two years, bro. Absolutely. Or is, it, is that the next one, two well, years? Well, no, is it the next mayor election will be four years. Okay. But in two but years, you, we're running people into are going to have support. Listen. And they're going to see that consistency, and they're going to be like, oh, he's serious. Absolutely. All right, it's time to support him. And I think that goes a long way. Absolutely. So even if you do lose, man, know that now you, you're here. Yeah, people, hear, people heard you. And you'll have more support next Definitely. time around. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I look at it always as you know just getting in it it was it was as a blessing it was inspiring not just for other people like not for nothing dude the some of the some of the, the youth i was with yesterday you know they're coming up to me like hey i want to take a picture i want to run from president i want to run for mayor and it's just like 
we know they weren't even thinking about these yeah, things before, yeah. especially no, if you look at who's in office. So, definitely not. you know, it's super inspiring. And that's one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure I was inspiring. That's why I made sure that, and I told my team, I said, it's not going to be easy for us to go against somebody with $200,000. And we're, <gasps> and we're, and we're here sitting here saying, yo, we don't even want money for bro. Right, we right. haven't put yeah. out one ad saying we need money from you yeah. at all. No. You know, and we're still able to be, if you look at the race and the, what the, the one polling that I've seen was just like, it's either me or him and granted i'm a writing really? candidate so that means nice. you have to write my name in who's the other you dude know? i don't know what uh, don't even say his name well no nah, you could yeah, what, right. what, what the republican candidate is ray work he's actually a funny dude yeah ray work yeah ray work okay. he's a funny guy uh he's a cool dude uh ray work um vernon matthews has got nominated for the independence they try to block him on the republicans he went to the independence yep. he switched parties just to get on the ballot and then Keisha Gilliams, uh, only lady that's running, she petitioned to get on the ballot. So, uh, you know, there's five candidates this election, man. And, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm, I'm up there with Nail. You know, I don't get me wrong. A writing candidate is the hardest way to vote because my name is not it's on not the ballot. It's not there. It's easier to fill in a little bubble with Absolutely. your number two pencil <laughs> than it is and to... I well, my thing, too... Write someone in. My thing, too... Absolutely. You're absolutely right, Ev. Um... My thing was that the outreach that we were seeking for this election and how we were trying to get people involved, you got to figure last election, 12,000 people voted. So I'm like, well, if we're trying to increase the amount of new voters as well as inactive voters, it's just retraining them. Hey, you could go in there and do this. This is how you do it. Yeah. Not for nothing. History repeats itself, right? Judge Ura ran as a write-in candidate. He ran as a write-in. Because was he the interim? And that's why, what happened uh, with that? I forgot. I, they didn't give him the nomination. Oh, uh, okay. They didn't he give still, him the nomination. Then he wrote himself in. Then he wrote himself yeah. They didn't give him the nomination, so he wrote himself in, you know. And uh, so it, it it's possible. Um, I got in the race a little bit late. Plus, you know, I good thing that I have been involved in different community events and entertainment within the city for so many years because I'm able to know. That helps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Definitely. name name notoriety. People know my name a little bit. They know who I am. So that definitely helped. Um, mm. But yeah, man, it's 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 been great. Man. I'm so so excited for it, man. I can't wait. Tell you one thing, we're gonna we're gonna be ready Tuesday. People are gonna see a whole different like you know. <laughs> we have a whole plan. Like we're gonna be at every single poll. We're gonna be out there, like on another level. You know, because I'm I'm fighting to the end, and that's one thing about me. You know, I'm fighting to the end. Dope, I don't. Man. You know, all the articles are like Neil's gonna win. He's a strong incumbent. You go look on Facebook under his post. They're like he's gonna win. <laughs> And again, back to what I was saying earlier, sometimes it's just who you know. Like, I'm going to vote for him because I know his name. Absolutely. And again, your name's not there. You have to write in. You have to but write in. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I'm, I'm rooting for you, dog. Absolutely. I'm yeah, thank you, you, man. Thank you. I really am. Thank you, man. Um, What else we got? You got anything you want to say? Nah, man. I'm I'm just glad I'm here, man. Yeah, Let's yeah, talk yeah. about we, some other stuff yeah. real quick before we get up out of here. We appreciate oh. you coming <laughs> on, man. And listen, you always... Anytime... Anytime, bro. Like, don't do not hesitate to reach Word. out to me. You. Anytime you can come up here and shit, we'll talk about if if you want to start your own shit and you need me to produce your shit, bro. That's what I'm looking yeah. to do. I'm here. I ain't always trying to be on the mic. Yeah. I'm I'm. I've gotten a lot more comfortable in the last two years behind this mic, but I've been. Be, I mean, in, you know, on the mic, but I've been behind the mic for a good, you know. Almost 10, ten years, years now. Yeah. Oh, more than that. Well, shit, more at this one job ten years. Right. More than that, I've been behind the mic. So I'm com I'm that's, yeah, that's yeah, nothing, yeah. bro. So 
I'm never, just here. How could I support you guys, man? How could we get you yeah. guys across? Listen, the, man, you doing everything you can. Yeah, you doing everything you can. You, I mean, you reposting, nah, man, you telling people. More, man. Nah, I know, I know, and we get, we, need, we gonna do more. We need to get you like to go to some podcast conferences or something. Yeah. Like we got, we got. Yeah. Yo, this it's, show is so yeah. dope, man. Yo, like you know, I appreciate that, it, man. It's, it, we appreciate it's amazing it. to to hear the viewpoints, and it, 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 it's crazy because it's like. You know, Ev, you have your certain view on a lot of things. <laughs> then, then E comes in with his like logical shit, and then Bianca's just and like, then they try you know, to gang up on me. Yeah, and then sometimes you're like, yeah, you're crazy. The singer's out of control. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, like Ev, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's 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 dope to listen to, man. You, you need that person to try to look at another perspective. All right, kids, I hate the pot and run. You got to go. Got to run. Yeah, um, man. Tyler, we, good, always good to see you. You know that. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate it, Before, man. Because this won't be the last voice you hear. Rate and subscribe. Five stars. Goddamn fools on all platforms. Five stars. Don't be a hater. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> all right, yeah, I'll hit you. What you about? You doing anything tonight? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, we'll talk. If I, if I feel like it, depending on uh, how much this knob creep. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I... I, I appreciate it, man. Nah, absolutely, man. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll definitely talk more. This nigga just slammed the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, who you who you endorsing for president? Do you are you endorsing oh, anyone yet? So like I said earlier, bro, I didn't vote. I didn't care. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't want to care. Um, but this year, all that's changing. Um, there's two people I like. But there's one person that I really hope could get it, and that's Andrew Yang. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yo, People are like, why? Yo. And I'm like, yo, if you listen to him, he has solutions. And I'm all about a solution person, bro. Like, I'm a solution person. I'm like, not how could we just keep dancing around the problems? How could we add more to the deficit? But yeah, I get, that's I what get I'm the about. emails. That, that's I, what I'm talking I, I fucks with him, yo. yo it, I fucks with him. Math. Man, <laughs> I fucks with him. Make yeah. America think harder. You know, Andrew Yang, um, without him, you know, we look at people like Buttigieg. I, I like what he says yeah, sometimes, yeah. but you know, he has he has some corporate money and stuff behind him. Yeah. Um, you know, um Bernie, I I love Bernie, man. I I love Bernie too. I love, I love Bernie. Bernie. He's old, man, but He's I old. just I just I just like I'm kinda mad at him, I think. Like, cause, <laughs> Yo, you cause, got a beef like, with Bernie? No, I got a beef with Bernie. Bernie son. I got What's your beef with Bernie? Well, my beef is when, when they did the the BS to him in 2016. Yeah, he shouldn't have stood behind Hillary. Mm. Like he should have just he should have he should have fought against it. He should have did his thing because this is the thing. The people and this is why he doesn't have. The, this is why they don't look at him as, in my opinion, why they don't look at him in the same light as maybe like a Joe Biden or somebody like, you know that 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 like it should be Bernie or nothing at this point, right? It's but it, it's just like so. What happened is is that you know when when they did the BS with him and they you know they pushed Hillary forward. He shouldn't have said. He should have just said nothing. He should have said nothing. Okay. He should. He should have just fell back from it and just let her run her campaign. He didn't have to come out and say, "Yo, okay, well, I need all my people to go vote for him." I understand we wanted. We nobody wanted Trump in there, yeah. right? We know nobody wanted Trump in here. But you had to. He didn't look at what he was up against. 
Yeah. You know, a lot of people took, a lot of people slept on Trump. But what they didn't understand about Donald Trump was, bro, he was a cult leader. He was forming a cult. He was forming people. He was organizing and getting people together that don't care what nobody has to say. All they care about is what the, comes out of the cult leader's mouth. Yeah, you know, yeah, so right, he's right, he's yeah, targeting no, the right. weak, and he's tar like the way he, like, oh my god, that dude Trumps is a whole nother level. Because <laughs> when he, it, it, yeah, and it, it, nobody was looking at that. Everybody just felt okay. He's wild. He's crazy. He's saying crazy things. Nobody's ever gonna let him into the office. You know, yeah. and not for nothing, not saying that I, I believe in that because I do not believe in his views and his ideologies. But, you know, being somebody that was never in politics, running, winning the presidency, to me, I'm like, oh, well, I know I could do it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I know I could do it. Hell. Hey, look yes. who's in the president of the yes. United States. Yeah. It, fucking ridiculous, bro. And I, I get what you're saying about Bernie. Like, the only thing is my only debuttal to that is just... That, I think that's what got him elected is everyone being pissed about Bernie not taking it, which he should he should have taken it. He was a better candidate than Hillary. But if if everyone had the mindset of all right, we're just gonna move forward because we cannot Hillary was a better candidate than Trump. So it, for people that didn't show up to vote or voted for Trump because they didn't like Hillary because they like Bernie so much, or voted for the Green Party or the other party, which again, I'm I'm against having only two parties, and I think you should just put the best two candidates out there, no matter what two parties are coming from, absolutely. or even more. I get it, I, but I know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, 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 <laughs> somebody should just run a crazy writing campaign for president, and probably like somebody like Jay Z. Could do it or Kanye, for example. Like they have so much power that they could literally, oh, like literally, no, bro. Kanye, if you please, really, please not Kanye. Uh, yeah, yeah, please not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> but he has, he has so much, uh, he has so much notoriety that he could really just run a write-in campaign yeah. and win as president. Everybody talk about the Rock. I mean, yo, you know what's crazy though? But and you said, you know, not Kanye, man. A lot of people look at Kanye, you know, in different oh, lights and and new album out right now. Yeah, I didn't get the <laughs> Listen to it yet, man. It's all right. Yeah. I'm but not really in the church. And how do you feel about Sunday service? Cool. I've seen bits and pieces. I, I'm not I'm not a religious person, so I don't. But it, it's cool re remixing songs and shit. That's something I enjoyed fucking doing yeah. when I was younger. I used to just remix a bunch of random ass songs. And I don't know if you. <laughs> did you ever hear Farted in the Morning? <laughs> no, no. What is that? <laughs> I never heard that one before. I, uh, I remixed J. Cole's. Uh, Hit it in the morning. Oh, okay, or in the morning, okay, wow. I, I remixed it far in the morning. Yo, maybe I did. I played it once on this podcast, but that might have been like episode six or something. But uh, yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's that's just, mad funny. But it's, it's just, yeah. I enjoy doing that shit. And I've remixed a bunch of shit just to parodies, yo. I enjoy okay, doing okay, that, which yeah, is something I, I I have a whole fucking plan, bro. We'll, yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll absolutely. It, but, yeah. Um, but what well, we're sorry. So yeah, I enjoyed the the Kanye just remixing stuff and throwing God and Jesus on it. It's cool. Yeah. It's like so anxious. It's yeah, like, absolutely. Oh, that shit sounds fire with the choir. Yeah. But, Sunday yeah. service. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I've been watching as many as I can. I haven't been able yeah. to attend one yet. Uh, hopefully, pretty soon. Um, I'm thinking that he's probably gonna be in Virginia for the Sun and the Water Festival this year that I'm working at, whether mayor or not. <laughs> I got I got a big stake in that, so you nice. know, uh, uh, yeah, I think he'll be there. But uh, the the Sunday service, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. It's very, 
it gives you a good feeling, right? Yeah. If you have in your mind that, okay, you don't like Kanye, you're just thinking Kanye has ulterior uh, ulterior motives, then you may not, it may not be for you per se. But if you just go there to experience the people that oh, are actually yeah. singing, bro, it's like amazing. I'll go it's to Sunday service before I vote for him for president. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I just sometimes his, you know, I just his thinking is all there. over the place, and I'm just, I'd be, no, I'd can't. be concerned about him making a logical decision. I mean, not based on emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we 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 definitely. I don't think he should be president. <laughs> but Andrew, I definitely don't think he be, should be president. Andrew Yang has Andrew a lot Yang. of good ideas. Let's go, Yang. I just don't think Yang he's gonna, Gang. I don't think he's gonna make it past. They don't want him to, yeah. bro. If you look at it, if you look at it, and this is another thing about big media. If you look at it, he's not. And you look at CNN, Fox, and them. They don't put him on the top of the no, polls no, and no. stuff like that. They don't even put his name up there. Okay. They put who they want to put there, mm-hmm. and that's a problem in America. You know, because this dude right here, Andrew Yang, he has solutions. Bruh, first off, you go to his website, he has over like Yo. 98 solutions. It's like, Yo. how do you have you all these answers you, to all these problems? It'll take days to go through all of his... Absolutely, and but yeah. but if you think about the challenges that's need the the challenges that are faced against against America, these are all the things that are needed. Yeah. You know, he's spot on about a lot of stuff. UBI is like you know it's something Martin Luther King talked about. Like a lot of people, are like how are you gonna do? I'm like, bro, bro. there's enough money out there to give everyone a thousand dollars. There's a lot of money it's to enough. do everything. And, and twelve thousand dollars a month, sorry, and twelve thousand dollars a year for everyone. Like Absolutely. it'll help. We again, we talked about. The reason why I haven't done a lot of stuff is a little bit of procrastination, but a lot of bit financial. If I had an extra 12K a year, I'd be able to start that business. Absolutely. You'd be able to bring people into the Palace Theater, if that's your shit, Absolutely. and spend that. That's the 12, I mean, I know it's still $1,000 more. Yeah, well, you, you got to figure a 50 cent deposit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you'll be but good. But you're able to, able to take <laughs> risks, man. And we're not able yeah. to take risks because if every, every risk you got to take costs money. Absolutely. And, I, and that's a, a, that's a big thing. I know it's, you know, some people look at it as a gimmick, but listen, what no, would the $1,000 I'm going to do to you? UBI is real. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's been testing it out with a few people, but uh, Universal Basic Income, if anybody didn't know what UBI was. But it, Andrew Yang, man, I'm, I'm honestly, bro, I like what he's talking about. Yeah. I think because I think America's starting to understand too. I think that's why he's have uh he's been able to get as far as he has so far is because America understands that we need a problem solver in the White House. Yeah, yeah. We need a problem solver as governors as a, of our states. We need problem solvers as mayors of our cities. Yep. <laughs> you know, we need problem solvers. We not we don't need people that just see a problem and like, okay, they look past it or, you know, they don't make the tough decisions. And a lot of that problem solving comes with tough decisions. Yeah. You know, you might lose some voters because you decided to to bring the mail rate up, whatever reason, and higher taxes. But you don't BS them and let them know that, okay, I'm going to bring the mail rate down just to get their vote. And then it goes up next year. You know, you know what I mean? You have to, in order for you to get to a place where you're always in a forward motion, you have to understand where you came from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And I see one of your slogans is just being transparent. Absolutely. And the, the mill rate is up there. I know we had that oversight board here in, in Waterbury for a while. I don't know if that's still around, if they eased up a little bit. I don't know yeah, how they, long that's going for. Yeah, but, they eased up. They could come back, though, if needs be. Yeah. And it's just... it's. And the mill rate in Waterbury is... It's, it's 60, 60, 60 mils right now. 60, okay. Yeah, 60.21 mils right now. And uh, 
So, and I don't know if we touched on it earlier, but the unfunded liabilities is what really has our mill rate up so high. Uh, if you go look at a, a budget over the last three or four years, the mayor, the mayor's proposed budget and adopted budget, he has it written right in there that, you know, these, if these unfunded liabilities didn't exist, our meal rate would be about 35. It would be half of what it is. So if you're a Waterbury resident, you pay $7,000, you'd be paying about $3,500. Now, all these unfunded liabilities came from Santa Petro, Giordano, all the past administrations not paying into what are pensions. unfunded liabilities? So paying into, uh, like, pensions. So what they were doing is when they were supposed to be paying in 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year into pensions, they were like, ah, oh, nah, we're going to use this money for something else. Mm. There, there's a, there's a, or like when it came to Municipal Stadium, there was a, there was an article I read one time and it was like the amount of money, I want to say, was it Hayes? I forget which mayor it was, but the amount of money, the amount of money that was spent on Municipal Stadium, like recently. In the, no, oh, okay. in the beginning. Okay. The amount of money that was spent, like, over the, I guess, the first, you want to say, like, five years yeah. from its uh, initial inception, the first, the, the, the amount of money that was spent could have really built Yankee Stadium. Like, really? so they spent that much money. Wow. Like, I, and this, I'm not going to say who told me this, but there was one thing, right? So there, there used to be checkers, like, okay, there would be a, a, a truck that comes and drop off supplies, right? So what they would do is the dude, you know, this, this is in the old days. So they would mark yeah. it off, okay, he just dropped off 5,000 pounds of uh, concrete, per se. So we owe him this. And the dude would, you know, he would come, he would get checked in, he would do a loop around the building, Come right back to the front, get checked in again, do a loop around the building, come right back to the front. Wow. So he you say he dropped off thirty thousand pounds of concrete or thirty thousand tons of concrete and he only dropped off five thousand. So, you know, the amount of money that we initially spent into wow. municipal stadium was crazy. And that's why I, you know, I put up something yesterday and it's just like we need to look to how we increase revenue in the city. It, like it's nice. You know, right now it's yeah, nice. It's, it's amazing. Definitely I seen all them trees on the left of that. Definitely do more. Well, you got to think about it. There's no fairs there. There's no festivals. There's only been one concert there, B-52. Who? B-52. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. You know, to sure. the community. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it, it's just that we have to do more. Because I look at a stadium. I'm like, okay, we have a stadium, right? So that means we should have employees working at the stadium. Who's going to clean up the stadium? Who, You know? We don't have none of that infrastructure put in place because the only thing that happens there is if you want to have a high school game or something like that, you you could do it or a Mickey Mantle real series. Like those are only things that go there. But I'm like, why is there not a Waterbury Fair? Why is there not music festival of all genres going there? Why is there not uh, marching band competitions? You know, no. why is there not a hot air balloon festival? Why is there none of nothing? What is, what is there? High school games? Pretty much high school, yeah. High school, I think. I think every so often, like the the knights or something might pay the knights. I don't know about what what team do you uh, volunteer for? Uh, pal, uh, coach. Okay, in the, pal, the okay. Rec League. And okay. I, I heard a rumor today about they're thinking about doing a a Pro Bowl there, like a Pro Bowl or All Star game there, which Pal hasn't done in a, since I've been coaching. I've been coaching for, with Pal for between flag football and basketball for. My son's 14 since he was five, so wow. nine, ten years. It's probably wow. my tenth season. Yeah, I've been doing that for a while. Yeah, that's crazy. And they have never done an All Star game. Yeah, I've that would there. that would be good, man. When, when I was younger and I played, they did All Star games, but yeah. it, they've definitely grown since when I was younger. Because back then they didn't. They only did 
there was a lot of three on three. They called it the Blackjack League. And uh, <laughs> damn, man, I'm fucking bringing it back. But uh, and then we had towards when I got a little bit older, we had a few uh, five on five leagues. But it, it, they've definitely grown a lot since I was younger. Yeah, it, it would be nice to see them do more. And absolutely, yeah. You know, we just got to we we gotta we gotta look at Waterbury for what it is, man. We have a lot of potential here because there's nothing here. Right. And one thing I heard, I was watching a TED talk one time and the guy was like, once you go bankrupt or once you hit rock bottom, you should be excited. And, and meaning once you hit rock bottom, you can't go any nah. further. Nah. You can't. All you could nope. do is go up. All you could do is go up. And, you know, it's funny because that's what happened with Waterbury. We kind of hit rock bottom when the oversight committee and stuff had to come in. And then the mayor, what he did is he sustained Waterbury, right? So he took all our unfunded liabilities, like I was saying, the not paying in the pensions and, 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 and uh, allocations and stuff like that they didn't do. And he took all that and comprised it into a, a bond. So he put it all together yeah. and then spread it out over so many years. But it's like, you know, we have to we have to find some real solutions. And, you know, I've been looking at every single thing as far as, I mean, from down to how, how many workers do we have that are picking up the garbage on our streets? How many garbage workers do we have? How many... Um, you know, how many school nurses do we have? How many school counselors do we have? How many, like every single thing, trying to understand that that it's not just one thing that's going to fix Waterbury. It's going to take a whole collaborative of, yeah. of effort, you know, because we face so many challenges. Yes. We face so, so many. many challenges. And, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited for it because, like I said, we, we hit rock bottom, per se. The mayor was able to sustain it. Now it's like we're at a breaking point. So it's either, so, you know, he sustained it. So now we're at that plateau where it's like, okay, we're either going to go right back down or we're going to go up. Yep. But there's only two ways. Waterbury's yeah. not going to be able to stay flat yeah. for another four to eight years. It's two things that are going to happen. I tell people all the time, and I, I try and be as truthful and transparent as possible, is that either Waterbury's going to super rise or we're going to super fall. Yeah. And the choice is yours, November 5th. <laughs> right in Tyler McRae for mayor. I got the answers, baby. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Before we go, anything else? Anything non-political related to It's um, on your mind before we go. Nah, man. Just, you know, <sighs> you I'm, got, I'm, so, focused. I'm so I'm so excited about, you know, just just everything, man. This 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 campaign. Uh um, you know, I wanted to talk to Bianca about some 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 mental health things and stuff like that, man. That's why I wish she was here yeah, because, yeah, you know that I wanted she to talk. I, I had some things for her, like <laughs> like yo, how can we do some? You know, what I mean, some some different things. Which and, I know she'd be after this week. I think next month she'd be good, but it's, okay. just a, it's a busy month for yeah, her. Absolutely, um, well, again, I'm gonna be back. I'm yeah, back. you're gonna be you're gonna be I'm back. back. Is back. there anything for anyone listening or even me? Like, is there anything we could do to help you? In well, the next week, man. In the we next need week, volunteers. this is being posted Monday. So, is there anything we could do to help you within the yeah, next man, week? Yeah, man, just volunteers, man. Outreach, outreach, outreach. Just let volunteers know. Uh, we're looking for volunteers. Um, our campaign headquarters will be 483 West Main Street. We'll be posted up there on election day from five in the morning till nine o'clock at night. Um, that's where we'll be Monday morning. 
uh, I mean, Tuesday, I'm sorry. We'll be there Monday as well, but Tuesday from uh, 5 in the morning to 9 o'clock at night, we'll be there. We're looking for volunteers to hit the polls. You know, we have transportation. We have food. Nice. Uh, you know, go out to the polls, work for a little bit, come back to the headquarters, listen to some music, have some fun. Like, you know, we're, we're trying yeah, to make yeah, it fun yeah. for everyone. And, you know, especially we're running a volunteer campaign. We're not, you know, we're not out here paying people. Uh nice. X amount of Z amount of dollars, you know, it's, it's all just people that understand and, and want to see change within the city. That's what we're looking for as far as in volunteers. Um, other than that, man, I encourage everyone to go check out my website, whymacarath.com, W-H-Y. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, I'll put that in there. Yeah, W-H-Y-M-C-E-L-R-A-T-H.com. Um, you know, it has different policies up there that we're looking, I'm looking to implement. Um, it has contact pages. You could contact me directly. You could call me. You could sign up. Uh, actually, if you go on the site, we, there's Candace. She put up a yesterday. She put up a volunteer um, page, so you could go and pick the actual polling location and time nice. you want to work. Nice. You know what I mean? So it's good. I mean, it's super friendly and, and user friendly. You know, so you could go up there and pick what time you want to work, what location you want to work at. You might say, "Hey, I only want to come to the headquarters, and I want to be with you guys at the headquarters." Yeah. That's fine too. We got work for you there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we got work for you there. So it's just getting that message out there, man. November fifth, right in one. I'm gonna check my work schedule that Tuesday. I'm gonna tr try to come down to your headquarters and check y'all out man. and just show some love and show some support for a few hours and do what I can, even though I don't have a vote. Um. I support you, Man, bro. Listen. Like we, something needs to change. I, again, my son's there. I volunteer there. My parents are there. My brother, all my family is in Waterbury, man. Yeah, all my family, like literally, it's important. Almost bro. all my, all my family. It's important. So and that's uh, not to cut you off, but that's that's kind of really what I looked at it as. You know, it, it's like. All of our families are in Waterbury. Yeah, that's Some home, of us, bro, like, one home. of one of you know, we could leave, I could leave, and I could go here, or you could leave, and you could go there. But it's like our family's there, so it's like what's happening for them. Yes. And then you think about future generations, our friends' children, and their kids, and the the the, the things that they face. And you know, I, I don't think Waterbury is a bad place at all, but I think that it's been underserviced, it's been underutilized, and that. You know, it's going to take someone that really cares about the city and that knows the city to really yeah. make it happen. Because ideally, like, we shouldn't want to leave home for the most part no. because there should be the opportunity I at home. I got kicked out when I was 15. I didn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, if, if, you leave, if you leave, it's for a reason. And, Absolutely. you know, if your home's not giving you the tools to be successful and, you know, make something of your life, sometimes you got to leave and come back. And sometimes you... You know, sometimes you got to have one foot out, one foot in, like I kind of do right now. But, I'm, you know, if Waterbury had those tools, if Waterbury had these programs, I probably would, you know, wouldn't want to leave. Absolutely. So it's, it's yeah, man, it's just figuring it out. And I, I support you, man. I'm going to come down on election day and try to show some yeah, love. Yeah, that'd be good, man. Home, uh, Candace, our, our communications director, she, like... Should have plenty of work for everybody. Nice, you know nice. what I mean. Uh, you know, uh, Dwayne. You know Dwayne. I can't. Yeah, I know manager. Dwayne, man. Like, we used to yeah. be in uh, Deca together. Okay, bro. yeah, Deca yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. <laughs> Shout out to Mister Lee. I don't know how he's doing. I haven't talked to him in years, but yeah. Uh, and uh, I did some FBLA, some okay, club there okay. at Kennedy. Yeah, so I did. I dabbled in shit a little bit. Um, but yeah, man. Shout out to Dwayne, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to him, man. He's Dwayne. Uh, you know what's funny is that I. For a while, probably about maybe a year and a half, two years, a lot of people don't know this. I've been 
putting the pressure on Dwayne to run for office. Yeah, yeah. I've been see putting it, the pressure man, on I, I, I see, you know, I, I silently sit back and see on Facebook some some of the stuff. You know, you go on Facebook for 30 seconds, you scroll, you'd be like, all right, 90%, yeah. 99% of this <laughs> is bullshit. But then you see that one person that's like, oh, he's and Dwayne yeah. is another one. We talk about consistency. And Absolutely. It's like, sometimes you sit back and you look. Dwayne has been consistent, man. And Absolutely. I, I, Shout out to him, man. Yeah, yeah. man, absolutely. And I, I, you know, I've been pressuring him to run in this election. So what happened was coming up on it, I'm like, bro, you gotta run. You need to run. He's like, I don't know, no. This is like January. I'm like, bro, just run. He's like, oh, no, I don't know. I said, you know what? I'm running for mayor. You're my campaign manager. And he's yeah. like, uh, all right. Put <laughs> and then we and put we, your we, foot <laughs> on his neck. Exactly. And then you know we kind of just went from there. And then from there, you know, Candace. I, I worked with Candace for years on different entertainment campaigns, uh, different things. You know, as far as communications, as far as social media, Candace is crazy. She graduated from Full Sales. You know, in Florida, she nice. she does she she interned at Atlantic Records for a little bit. Nice. She like she does amazing things. And then you know, I have Jasmine. Um, Tiffany, um, Elijah, my little cousin Elijah, he wished he could be here, but I told him I was like, nah, we, we, we. he was with me all day, but I'm oh, like, you know, man. Nah, man, came. we get nah, we need to we, we you know, we gotta take a break, man. And I want <laughs> I wanna cause you know, sometimes sometimes that, you know, I like to just uh you know, take this time, like, and not for nothing. When I leave here, I'm going to self reflect a little bit, yeah, and uh, man, some, because yeah. I had I had a busy day today, you yeah. know. So it's just really trying to keep my my peace right, you know. At, when it comes to this election, and when it comes to this 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 trail that I'm on, it's just like you know, trying to keep my peace. So yeah, like I said, man, shout out to my team. They're amazing. I promise you, bro. They're they're the best team ever. And I'm, I'm, That's they're the best man. team ever. And I hope that, you know, within two years or four years, whenever the next election comes around and we're running, we're going to increase the amount of people, but I'm going to have the same people around, man. And they're, they're amazing, bro. They, you know, they, they, they get discouraged at times. And all I got to say to them is, yo, we all we got. And they're like, yeah. all right, bet. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne, I expect to see your name somewhere in the next year or two, Thank man. you. Dwayne. Thank you, Evan. And I'm, I'm putting some accountability on you. And same shit I talked about with me in this 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 podcast shit, man. I'm taking some accountability. Both of us take shit to the next level. 2020, Absolutely. man. It's a whole new decade. Absolutely. All right? <laughs> Yo, thanks for coming, bro. Yeah, man. Any more thanks questions? You got anything? Nah? I, there's a few written down here, but I feel like you touched on yeah, man. I, I a lot word, of stuff word, here. Man. We, we, we deep in. Um, I want Absolutely. the people to hear this. I'm putting this out in full. I'm not even... I'm not touching this shit. I'm not oh, editing man. this shit. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm putting this out in full. Um... And I hope, you know, I hope people listen. I hope this long, listen, man, a lot of this shit is you have debates and you get to talk for, how long do you get to talk at the debate for? Like, Bruh, I'll answer minute. a question. I a was minute. so mad. What's a minute? I was, I, what is it? Listen, and I think bro. that's Andrew Yang's problem. You yeah, only get a minute. Yeah, it, What's it, it a is, minute? It is, it is, it is. 30 it, seconds probably. And then, you know, at the debate, not off topic real quick, and then at the debate, the only person that was able to rebuttal was the person that was first asked the question. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, oh man, come on, bruh. Come on. Like it is oh my god. Yeah. I wish we had another one. But it's all right, man. You know, we we're gonna we're moving forward. I got uh we've been filming commercials all weekend. Um, so hopefully we'll have a, a you know something going out, a bunch of content going out next week. Like, you know, nice. people are gonna a lot of people feel like, Oh yeah, it's over, we're gonna give it to this guy. But just know we're not done yet. Yeah. We're not nice. done yet. Don't count us out. <laughs> Don't count us out because you're getting ready to see us everywhere before you hit those polls. I, I, I promise you that. I'm going to repost as much as 
I can nah, too. Thank man. you, man. I appreciate um, it. If you man. heard that drop, that was just me turning off Eric's mic. A lot of that static is Eric's mic is so low, his sound. So and then there's so much space behind him. Oh, it's just yeah. like, look, Absolutely. I'm gonna bring it back up right now. You hear that? You hear oh, that? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll bring yeah. down Eric's mic, and, and it's, it's good. It's so much better. Yeah, yeah. And I, I should have did that when he left, but I was we was you know we was Absolutely. talking. Absolutely. Um, I had to move his seat. I'm getting I'm getting new mics. I got a whole oh, okay, yeah. I'm okay. getting bro, it's gonna be a it, it, oh, it's gonna be a whole new setup. Word. I got a, I got a whole plan. I've been putting together for a minute, slowly finding the equipment I want and stuff like that. So it dope, it's it's dope. all gonna it's all gonna come together eventually. I just gotta like like Dwayne. I gotta stop procrastinating. Yep, yep, yep. And you just hear fucking it. do it. You hear it? That's just right, man. Do it. Yeah, right. man. Thanks a lot, man. I um, appreciate everything. Social media. Man. Where did uh, I know you gave your your website? I'll Facebook, put it in the show notes. Yeah, Facebook. You could catch our our, our campaign page is uh, Macarath two thousand nineteen M C E L R A T H two thousand nineteen. My Instagram is I M T Y from C T. Uh, no Twitter. We 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 gonna leave that up to the presidential candidates to rock with Twitter. <laughs> we gonna leave we gonna leave them alone for this for this season. Uh, uh, and our, our website is ymacarath.com. W h y m c e l r a t h. Uh, our phone number is two zero three four six five six four nine four. Um, just call us, contact us. Let us know if you need to, you know, help registering to vote. If you're a felon, do remember you could vote long as you're not on parole. If you're on probation and you have a felony, you can still vote. So contact us if you need any help, absentee ballots, you need a ride to the polls. You know, your sister doesn't want to vote. She needs some extra support. You got any questions, concerns, call me, email me. And somebody, if it's not me, myself, somebody get back to you and get, get me on the phone with you ASAP. Dope, man. Dope. Absolutely. Man, I appreciate you coming, man. Thanks for I always appreciate be, the opportunity, man. Next time, next time when we come back, though, next time, I promise you this. Next time when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about politics and we're gonna talk more about life. A lot of yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. A lot man. of the bullshit we go through. Absolutely. Um, at the goddamn fools all across social media, That's uh, right. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Spotify, we're on Spotify. You could ask Siri, ask Alexa, ask Google. If you have one of those little listeners that you know the government be listening, you know, even though we, <laughs> even though we got someone trying to be in the government right now, but ask them, they'll play us you know, all across the board. Um, you know what? Accountability starts with today. Absolutely. I'm changing my Twitter name and my fucking Instagram name. No longer chicks dig the beard. It's at F Swain. I'm changing. I'm putting my name on shit so y'all know who I am. Hey, that's at the what Black I'm of Wall Street. I be, again, procrastinating, man. You inspiring me right now. Word. At the Black of Wall Street for Eric, uh, Bianca is hi Bianca. Bianca. Um, GDFools at gmail.com. You can send us any emails. Ask a fool questions. We don't get many, but if you got any questions, just hit them up. I'm always, I'm always down for you know the ask, ask a fool a segment. Um, yo, thanks for listening. I'm five star. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, yo. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. Goddamn fools. That's for five stars. <laughs> All right, like peace, baby y'all. five star. <laughs> <laughs>